This episode of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast, is brought to you by Amasta Design, servicing clients domestic and international. Amasta is here to help you through the different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to amastadesign.com. Amasta spelled A M A S T A design.com. Rolling Press, a Brooklyn Park Slope based business that can help you print books, magazines, zines, and comics for anyone who wants to start their own thing. Rolling Press, an equal friendly printing company. Go to www.rollingpress.com. Roro Cakes, specialty baking, little bites of yumminess, and indulgences. Follow Roro Cakes at facebook.com slash Roro Cakes and place your order today. Last but not least, Pancake Studios cuffing your audio recordings, production, mixing, and mastering needs. Pancake Studios set at the heart of Brooklyn also happens to be the home of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. And when we started the podcast, Jonathan made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Whether you're a musician, filmmaker, working in media like podcasting, look no further than Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. And we are back. <laughs> Welcome to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy mm-hmm. passions. You are not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. Today is, of course, the day that will be long remembered. It's a spark that sets the, you, you know, the, fanboy, the fanboy world, world on, on fire. fire. This <laughs> is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Spoiler! Review discussion yeah, for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. You haven't seen it, and you don't want to. He- you don't want to be spoiled. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Exactamundo. Uh, as always, we are here at Pancake no, Studios. No, no, come back. Come back after seeing it. Come back after seeing it. <laughs> uh, we are. Uh, we are here at Pancake Studios, as we always are. I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez. Edward Ing here. Edward Ing, our producer, as always, Jonathan Vergara here at Pancake That's Studios. Right. Uh, I wanted to also uh, bring back into the fold into into our gang our foreign correspondent Anna Maria Stanimir. Grumo. Grumo. <laughs> you know what? I gotta say that uh, that 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 last of the surnames there, Grumo. That that that's kind of sounds like a Star Wars character. I could see that. <laughs> Do you know what Grumo means, by the way? Well, what does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> it, you know, when you make cake batter and you get lumps. <laughs> Grumo means lumps and cake batter in French. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You learn something new. I told you know. I'm always lying. I'm always lying. I say you're not going to learn anything, but yeah, we learn stuff all the time. Uh, as anyone who's been paying attention to the world of fanboys knows, uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi has uh, just uh, been released, uh, December fifteenth. Already know, making lots of money. Two over two hundred million dollars in like America alone, mm-hmm. and like four hundred million plus worldwide. Uh, it is a film that we have been waiting for two years since The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyone who's been paying attention knows that there is a controversy with this film since the critics and the world of fans seem to have a big divide. Uh, Rotten um, Tomatoes gave it what? Uh, uh, it's a 93% uh, from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, and yet their users... Um, User rating is like 56, 52%, percent. Oh, now it's fifty six. Like okay, all right. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, and online, there's a lot. You know, whereas that, whereas that metric alone is also disputed because its cinema score is actually very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, the difference between Rotten Tomatoes and cinema scores, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, anyone can vote multiple times, even whereas cinema scores is confirmed by the people actually coming out of the theater. Uh, and it's their initial uh, reaction. Now, uh, we have a nice mix here of people with uh, uh, opinions on on the movie, and uh, I think that how I want to organize this, as I, I told Ed as we, well, when we were preparing for this show, was uh, uh, just want to go around get general impressions first, the positives, and then the negatives, and we'll use our own negatives to piggyback off of uh, the the fan reactions that are out there because Lord knows me and Ed have been like online looking at you know all the we were having the show before the show we were having the show before the show yeah. as always now, um, but uh, but let's let's go to Anna first because yes let's let's uh, this is well uh, Ryan Johnson's directing uh, you know uh, uh, picking up the baton from uh, the Force Awakens uh, Anna your initial reactions to the film please don't. Don't hold anything back. Don't don't necessarily be diplomatic. Give us give us give us the raw feed on that. Your opinion as someone who is a diehard Star Wars fan, someone who knows this mythology and has been a fan of this, you know, your life. Someone who's been to Westeros and back. <laughs> so so Anna, your 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 uh, your initial impressions uh, of the film. There there are things that I really loved about it. And there's things that really pissed me off. And so it's got to be an overall kind of very emotional, you know, walking out of there and going, what? I need someone to show me episodes eight's place in all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very good. But you do have parents, right? That's what's important is you do have parents who cared for you and loved you. That's that's the difference. I, I, I did. I did. And, and they introduced me to the Star Wars world. Actually, no, they didn't. Friends introduced me to the Star Wars world. But yeah, they did. They cared and loved me very, very much. I know who they are. <laughs> and, and, and so... Um, uh, I did not go seeking for them in a cave, you know, some strange mirror that shows infinite versions of me. Right, okay. You know, um, it, uh, so, the huge insult to all the weight that I put on, so... So overall, it would be fair to say that you have a, a mixed reaction, because like you said, there was stuff that, that did resonate with you that you did... Did did evoke strong emotions positively, but there also were things that you did not like um, yep. about the film, uh, and 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 I think that that's a fair assessment for a lot of people online the last few days as I've been um, uh, you know researching and going through the the, the, the reaction. Now, uh, Jonathan finally got to see the movie. Um, Jonathan, your initial impressions of the film overall. I think overall it's good. I think uh, there could have been like some things that, in my opinion, could have been done better. Mm-hmm. Like the ending with Luke Skywalker, I think that could have been maybe different. Also, what's weird is the the resistance has been uh, sh- shrunk down to like it looks like five people, right? And the and same the, 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 the resistance only... is about the same size as the population of Asgard. 
post Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You both can fit them all on like one ship. <laughs> right, right. But it, but it even looked like less. And, uh, it was. But 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 it's funny to me, and the only people that are left are just like the main characters. You know, it's just like. Okay. You know, that, but you, you but, but you also have the sort of like. There's a lot of stuff I I liked overall positive, but you overall have like positive. overall positive. Overall positive. Edward, um, Edward, Darth Ing, Kylo, Kylo Ed, Kylo, Kylo, Kylo Ed. Ed? <laughs> nah, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, I hear I hear Kylo Ed's got an eight pack. <laughs> eight track. It's a soldier serum. It's, yeah, yeah. Eight. Wow, really. Um, it's a gorgeous movie. It's a beautiful movie. Okay. Um, I, it's, it's, I'm just really surprised and shocked how the responses are sort of tearing up the internet, as we say. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there are elements of it that I wasn't crazy about or wasn't explained. Get, tell me more about Snoke. We'll get into that. Tell me, um, give me more, give me more, uh, Holdo. Uh, there are a lot of minutiae. That we expected more from, I that at least I expected more from that I did not get. But overall, Ryan Johnson directed the hell out of this movie. Okay, the the details he know, he did homework. Okay, when you're doing a scene and you're like, wow, that's that's like watching a Kurosawa movie. Um, mm -hmm. You've done your homework. All right, so um, I I just can't wait till we get more into the detail. And uh, especially for you trolls out there, you know. Okay. So yeah, that's that. If you, Nick, not on to, on to you, sir. No one's no one's gonna ask me what I felt. What? Well, I'm saying. What do you What do you think? Well, what did My you thought? It doesn't matter. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I just want to also point out right now to any of the listeners at home that you're drinking. I'm enjoying a uh, a bottle of wine right now. <laughs> Shall we reveal the time of this <clears throat> taping? <laughs> because because audience, ladies and gentlemen. Miguel's not really here. He's in Canto Bite right now. I, no, I, yeah, I am projecting myself <laughs> from, from Canto Bite from, from my from hey, my bedroom. What's Miguel? What's man. Miguel's favorite wine? Whatever one's in front of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're in you're in France, so of course you're gonna have a, you know. That was meant to be a Chewbacca impression, whining. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brought to you by Pork Hub. Miguel is drinking Manischewitz wine. Actually, it's not. It's, it's if you really want to know, what does it say here? It says Tilia Malbec, in honor uh, of Hanukkah, which I believe is an Argentinian wine, bottled in Canto Bite. Bottled in Canto Bite. <laughs> uh, my, I, I went to see it. I attempted to see it uh, Friday morning at 10 a.m. and I was just. I had no energy. I work overnights and like. I set my alarm for like nine after I got home at like eight. I says, okay, I'll take a little nap. And then that alarm went off and I was like, I am too tired to see this film. So I waited until the next day. Uh, saw it at a uh, 10 o'clock showing uh, in court, at Court Street, a great theater to see movies on. Unlike certain th theaters in Brooklyn who... Miguel Velez, he's low energy today. And here he is, he's talking trash about Alpine. Alpine theaters and... Uh, which still has a urine scent to it. That was Ed's go-to theater. He was like, let's go see it at the Alpine. 
And Dude, I, 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 I'm she's sorry. From Queens. You, you, she's from Queens. You, you, <laughs> it's it's not just that. It's that I, I'm basically reduced to seeing the show on whatever date they want to like broadcast it on in original versions. Because other than that, I get the French dub stuff, and okay. <laughs> it, I don't know who the hell does the translations. But honestly, like it's it's lost in translation. It's lost in translation. So, um, I, having watched it the first time, I came out of it. I told Ed similar to uh, when I saw Logan. I was shattered. In a good way. I was, it felt like a journey. Um, it's a long movie. Um, it, I, it's not without reservations that I say about smaller things. I think out of everyone in this room, I, I might be the most positive on this film. I, I really, really love this film. I thought it was something really special. Um, but I'm not blind to other people's issues with it and I have um, a couple of things that might come down to quibbles uh, so uh, let me start uh, once again going back to Anna here uh, the positives that you had for this film and the characters uh, uh, or arcs tell me tell me uh, uh, what what worked for you most of all in this film um, okay so beautiful cinematography mm -hmm. just gorgeous uh, fantastic music uh, really, really great moments. I, you know, I'm one of those people who kind of enjoyed the jokes going up and down, you know, kind of taking some of the tension off. I have to say that some of the jokes were weird because they don't go with some of the characters. So I was conflicted there, but globally, the, 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 the humor factor worked on me. Um, really, really enjoyed, you know, the development of, of some of the characters and the lack of de development of some of the others. I, I feel like this, this movie has begun a sort of chemistry, you know, between the three main characters that, you know, you kind of see starting in The Force Awakens, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's just kind of carried further in, um, in The Last Jedi. Um, um, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the visuals. What specifically visuals uh, jump to your mind when you think of this movie well, that you love? That I, you I liked? don't know if you... Have you guys seen anything else by Ryan Johnson? Because I kind of went out and started seeing stuff that he had done before. And there was one of his movies that particularly grabbed me, which was Brick. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. And he kind of has and modern the same... noir. Yeah. 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 I loved. I loved it. I really did. I kind of thought it was a very clever thing to do. Anyway, this That's is not like about Jordan, Brick. We can. That was his like breakout movie, right? Uh, um, no, I think. Um, uh, what was the one with the uh, uh, JGL and? Well, he, Brick he had done before Looper. Oh right, Brick was before. But Looper. the break was. I thought Looper. I think was Brick his was breakout. the first. Yeah. I think I think Brick might have been the first, but I'm not. I'm not sure. But basically, you know, you kind of have like this dark sense of humor. This, you know, film noir detective. You know, kind of Humphrey Bogart, mm -hmm. 1940s black and white, but then in a high school setting. Right. And right. I thought that was very clever. And and did you and so do you feel uh, in terms of the so visuals of this movie. Yeah, I mean, he's true to himself. He's got an excellent eye for the camera work. He's got fantastic eye for scenes, for how to, you know, basically um, just make visually intense moments, you know, really come alive. And non-visually intense moments also come alive as well. So, you know, you've got like these kind of this great mixture between these small, itty-bitty little sort of secondary scenes, you know. Be well, just well, as powerful is there, is as the large, a, you know, scale. Is there, is there a particular small thing that visually you liked and then a large one so so give, give me that what was what was a small well, or a smaller scale visual that resonated and then one of the larger more epic ones i think all the discussions between ray and kylo are beautiful 
I think they're yes, beautifully yes. panned. I think they're beautifully cut. Um, I think all of this, you know, and Kylo is beautifully I, cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that you know, honestly, that's one of my problems with the movie. Like, who? When did we ever see Anakin Skywalker without a top on? Seriously, like, <laughs> when um, did Luke ever like take off his t-shirt? He, he was, had his he, wife. He was in bed. He was in bed. To be fair. Hayden Christensen was in bed with Padme. yeah, with with the and, and let's him. and let's not forget George Lucas putting you know Carrie Fisher in the middle of bikini. So well, you know, turn yeah. about is fair play. Yeah, I, I, I do get that. I actually, I do get that. that uh, okay, so so too, a sm on a smaller scale, it was uh, the, the the Kylo and yeah, I think, and Ray stuff. I think the dialogue and uh, what were the sort of uh, anything from the larger, more epic. Visuals. I think it's brilliant to have a white planet where the dust that comes up is red. Yes, I yep, think that's yep. just absolutely beautiful. Planet. I think the whole color theme of red, white, and black throughout the first two movies <laughs> is very, very strong. Um, really enjoyed the sort of, you know, earthiness and the kind of like, you know, natural greenness of the island where the Jedi's <laughs> first temple is located mm -hmm. as per contrast to, you know, or maybe a sort of wink to, to Yoda's planet, which escapes me right now, the name of the... Deg Dagobah. Dagobah, there you go. The Dagobah system. Um, you know, I love those little kind of, you know, moments that they kind of carry through and, and color schemes that kind of makes you identify stuff very, very easily. You know, you've got this sort of like crazy, busy, colorful, crazy scheme in the first three movies, uh, which are not the first three movies. I mean, episode <laughs> one, two right, and right. three. And then you've got the, you know, the black and white, you know, heavy 70s and early 80s look that you find in a lot of sci-fi movies in episode five, six, four, five and six. So I kind of like the graphic identity that they're establishing there. Okay. I, I think it's very strong and well done. All right. Uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, for you, the, 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 the positives uh, for the film. Um, what I like about this film over the, the other one um, is Kyle, uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. Kylo Ren, he, like the other movie, I felt he was more like a whiny, like, I hate, you know, excuse my language, like a whiny bee. Okay. Whiny bitch. <laughs> He was, but, but now he comes off like genuinely like evil and like yeah. There was some evil ca character development there, and uh, I don't know. He just felt cooler to me. Well, I I he what felt, I you know. I think what I appreciated was the fact that this is Kylo's choice. He has decided to be who he is regardless of his background, and that that that's he's very fascinating. And Driver uh, really. I mean, his performance, he was he was great. And his chemistry, as as Anna pointed out, his mm -hmm. chemistry with Daisy Ridley was absolutely fair. Anything anything else in terms of the film that uh, that popped uh, that popped for you? Um, I mean, are we getting into specific scenes? Yeah, or? it's a spoiler. You can talk about well, whatever you want. Yeah, get the, it. Well, when he uh, the way he fools and tricks to killing Snoke, because Snoke is so powerful, he can even like know what your intentions are. He knows are. intentions are. Yeah. So he was ready to kill. And and he was gonna, you know, like he kind of psyched him out and was about to kill Ray, but really he just used the force and sliced. It's Snoke a very. Half. I thought it was a powerful. Yeah. I, Lord knows the audience that I saw it with. I mean th that they then, they won up. I, I don't know if they won up, but they certainly equaled, in my opinion, the uh, scene with Luke and Vader with the Emperor. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was just as intense, just as fraught, just as dramatic. Right. Except, except he does it for selfish uh, means. Yeah, yeah. So at first you kind of think he's like gonna, he wants to save her and like maybe change, <laughs> but he wants to kill Snoke so he can be the emperor the, to be like. Well, the, you the mentioned ruler, well, you know what's interesting, to be, John, know, is that you mentioned the the whole whininess of Kylo in the first film, and um, 
Uh, I don't know about you, Anna, but I think, mm. in my opinion, this is Kylo is the dark mirror reflection of Luke and his journey to a certain degree. And here we have, you know, sort <clears throat> kind of the same circumstances. It plays out differently because yeah. you know, you know, one is a man trying to, you know, move away from the darkness, and one is a man trying to move away from the light. Um, that's, uh... Well, I mean, you know, I kind of feel like it's, it's you know, when you try to kill somebody, you know, it's going to be hard for him to forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, very true, very true. That's been my experience. That's, that's, why, that's why I don't leave any of my enemies alive. <laughs> but ha having said that, having said that, one of, one of the problems that I have with, with the movie, and it's not Kylo Ren's fault, but one of the problems that I have globally with the movie is that there's so much that is unexplained. Right, right. I mean, yes. Snoke. I, I would have taken Snoke, half of the chasing yeah. scenes. Yeah, I would have taken out half of the chasing scenes. Okay, they're beyond, you know, the 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 distance of actual shooting. Blah blah blah. Okay, and, I'll, and I'll give suspend us, my and disbelief. Give us some of the background on some of these characters. And, yeah, and, and and expand on that. Now, Ed, you your overall uh, positive impressions of the film. What what is it that resonated with you? Uh, I want to piggyback anything. Well, I'm making we notes said? here. There are many. Okay. Um, many um, and just go on now let's we can all say yeah the visual is great the visual is great you know the visuals even go to uh, a lot of the marketing with the red everyone's yes, in red yes, yes, color yeah. is a very yeah. uh, it's very similar to um, Joss Whedon when he had done Avengers or red was a very because of its of, of its strong um, uh, a very it's a visceral color. It's a visceral color, you yeah. know, and, and it, it evokes passion. Mm -hmm. So there's that. I mean, the, um, red, the red in the throne room is a perfect example yeah, of it. Yeah, that. you know. Um, it still remains to me relevant. The Last Jedi still remains to me relevant. And I'm not saying like, oh, it's, you know, it's very easy to compare to like, you know, for people to say it's, it's just, it's like, a, a, it's, it's, the, the, it's the Empire Strikes Back yeah, to this analog to here, Empire, right? right? I disagree. This is a whole completely different movie on its own. Um, the performances were fine. Were there, if anything, uh, Adam Driver, who on the surface now, when Girls First came out, I was just one of those guys that like, yeah, this doesn't resonate with me. Why, Why because... the long face? Well... <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you know, but Adam Driver has since really grown on me as a performer. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there hasn't been anything that 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 i've seen of uh, yeah, he's uh, from a him. He's that a yeah, yeah that and he's very kind of like on the method uh, method side uh whenever he, he was on colbert and he's just man a few words maybe he's just playing it out that way he's sort of like oh yeah you know just a few words i'm not really going to get into like yeah uh hey steven i know i know so you, he they brought out like figures to play with he was sort of like well well what is it the whole thing on colbert was that they couldn't really talk about the movie yeah so they so would they act it out with, so the, with the, action had, the action figures so uh, anything but uh, okay other, uh, performances all right um and... this is relevant to me now because and it goes back to ridley okay it's a movie where your main antagonist is female and main protagonist. I, i'm sorry protagonist not antagonist protagonist is female i'm the one drinking here um <laughs> And that really is a big deal for me. It's a big. It should be a big deal for a lot of people, but unfortunately, you know, for you for for many out there, 
Uh, it's like, oh, you know, why, why does it have to be a girl? You know, why is it? You no, know, like, I mean, I, I agree with you on that about that. I think that's, I think, you know, it kind of needed to be done. And, and, and the reason why I think it kind of also needed to be done is because all of the back stories that have been coming out ever since episode one, two, and three, you know, and I'm particularly talking about all of the, the animated stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the most powerful characters in the, in the Clone Wars and in the Rebel series are not really men, are they? I mean, the whole stuff is kind of kept together by women. And I think it's fun. I think it's courageous. I think it's great. I mean, this is obviously a woman's point of view. You know, I love it when you've got a female Jedi. Well, a woman's point of view and a guy's point of view in an age where Wonder Woman is, is... is right. making gangbusters, right? It's so, the only thing that works for DC. Yeah. But this is a, something that I'll say uh, with what I said about the Force Awakens. So one of the bi- one of the most exciting things I've seen in a long time is where, again, because it's Ray, not because of the whole mystique that was around her uh, her origin story or anything, but she resonates to me uh, just like a Miyazaki. Um, and a uh, protagonist character. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you out there who don't know right, yes, yes. who he is, Princess Mononoke. Miyazaki. Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Spirited away. These at most, away. I would say, what ninety-eight percent of his um, of his stories, the female is always the main character and the, the hero. Yeah. Okay, it's true. And here, Ray is. She's oh my god, she's a she is a force. No no pun intended to be reckoned with. Um, and I like the fact that and then we'll get into this later where the fan trolls out there, they're having issues like, what do you mean? She's from no, she's from nowhere. She's a nobody, you know, like, well, here you go, guys. They just gave you, um, a, a movie where they pull the rug from under you. And, um, so one of the aspects you really enjoyed was the fact that it played with the expectations that have been built up Yeah, for yeah. so many years. Yeah. And especially for those, and because there's a, there was an arrogance that had been built up. You know, for, for yeah. fanboys, boys. Hey, 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 Anna! I I will cop to that. Ed will tell you that I was I was bending his ear off with these elaborate theories. <laughs> oh, I did as I well, had. and you I know? did as well. But but you know why I played into all of this, and this is one of the things that I'm kind of disappointed about. Love the fact that Ray is nobody from nowhere. Love the fact that her parents are not Jedi. Really do. At the same time. Um, I, I kind of feel betrayed. I do because the the story of Star Wars started out with a love story between a man and a woman that was not supposed to have place. Essentially, a Jedi who took vows and he falls in love with you know a senator and he's got kids. And oh, you're going I kind back of that fe- far. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the uh- <laughs> you know it's it's kind of the origin, right? Where does Luke and Leia come from? Right, well, exactly. he, it's a love story. So I kind of thought that it would have been a nice. Um, respect if you will to the tradition of these like super powerful you know jedi that are coming around are offspring essentially of jedi that did not mm-hmm. <laughs> i have did to not respect um, their vows i have to count to you on that and that's that the origin the star wars origin story is about a boy from nowhere you know, both times, well, both times, both times, sure, if, if you think sure. about and it. And then the story develops, you know, and I really love the fact that Anakin had no father. Like those was, that was one of the big moments for me. I was like, holy shit, it's Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> it's immaculate conception. Turned that's evil. what, that's who Anakin is. <laughs> um, you know, for myself. But wait, wait. Um, the, okay, this, you, have, you have some more. Yeah, I do have some more. Yeah. Some more. yeah. Right, go down, um, go down your list, Ed. Someone had pointed this out on, I think it was on Collider. It's like, this is the first movie where you do not see lightsaber, red and blue lightsaber clash. Right. Okay. This is the first Star Wars movie that we ever got where they do not clash. If anything, we got... No, you you see the red and green. We got red and blue 
lightsabers working on the same side. Yeah. You know that throne room. Just scene. discounting that scene with the with the with the with the with the with the Rashomon. Yeah, what with the Rashomon. What to happened? Make Kylo, right. Kylo. Right. Right. Um, but I again, this goes back to I love when they said this is not going to go the way you think. This is yeah. this really didn't go the well, way we thought. I, I had to, yeah, I'll give it to you. I saw that coming as well. Like the minute he said that in the movie, I'm like, okay, fine. But this, I will <laughs> I say, you know, like you, it, 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 what was? How did you describe it? It destroyed you. Overall, it shattered me. It shattered you, but it just shattered way. you. Uh, I there was a scene where I I could not hold back, and I I'm not a crier, guys, but I bawled out, I bawled my eyes out mm-hmm. with my wife next to me, and she didn't know that I bawled out. Oh my lord, this is yeah. uh, when 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 Leia kisses not when when Luke, when Luke kisses, kisses Leia yeah. on the forehead, yeah. and it's like this is just a built up of things. These are twins that had been separated, and so and much part of your life, yeah. your life, yeah. Our lives. So much has happened. You know, and, and then the extra resonance of knowing that, you know, that Fisher had passed. Yeah. You know, so you don't have anything anything else off your list there? Um, I'm not going to get into the um, the force. Goes back to the fan trolls out there. Um, what what do you mean? The, the for- what, what were we talking about before? That's, That's not how, how the, the force, force works. works. What do you mean <laughs> force projection? And your response was, "Yeah, how do you know how the force goes?" Well, my 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 um, actually, that is how the force works, isn't that the whole point of you know Yoda and Obi Wan coming back? And (laughs) and they they all done it. It's well, well, well. I think it's also uh, for me. uh, My answer to Ed when we were talking about this was that you know it's like a lot of fans are do have that sort of like, and when you know I I want this more to be positive at this point, but you know there is that sort of like well. The Force is the fundamental power of the universe. How can you place limitations on this mystical aspect of the story and to say, oh, that she shouldn't have floated through or astral projection or or force skyping? Mm-hmm. All of that sort of stuff is going like you brought up. You brought up the word theology before, yeah. and as a as a a, a, a a fan of theology, which I am, you know, like I really have gotten into. Uh, the- theological studies. I'm not a theologian, but by the way, but I do play one on TV. But that's yes. besides the point. Um, and the question was like for for Judeo Christianity and the image of Jesus. The troubling thing about the image of Jesus is well, is he smiling? Is he frowning? Is he looking at you? Um, w- w- when you're looking at the photo, of, uh, a picture of Jesus, and you you especially an art history major, Anna. Yeah, um, the Mona Lisa can't tell if she's frowning or smiling. No, but, but she, the, like in... in no, what, he's, you, you, you traditionally don't ever show anybody smiling, by the way. Like, it's just something that's not done. And the reason is, is kind of, you know, stupid is that it's really hard to get a great portrait of someone with going... Yeah, and when you are when you have an image of, of Christ, of God himself. Yeah, uh, he's serious. It's serious. He's always serious, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, that, and then again, you know, he's serious when you see him kind of looking like a human because right. the, most of the time he looks like a baby male, you know, the size of like, you know... T- and, and the thing is, like, and, it's, and this is how we also conceive the force, right? You know, as fans of, of 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 the material, it's that how what is the force in your head? Like, that's not how the force works. Han says. Well, but you know. but one of the best parts of this movie, and I have to hand it to them, and this is one of the moments where I was where I choked, you know, where he kind of takes Ray through the whole thing, and he's you know death and life, and he regenerates, and then you know there's the lightness and the the darkness, and then the lightness is there to meet it, and the balance, and at the end of all that, he says. You know, uh, the force does not belong. Yes. 
to the Jedi. To the Jedi. And yeah. I thought that was brilliant. That's brilliant. You know, Genius. I thought that was one of the brilliant moments in the movie where I was like, this is this is great. Give me more. Give it's, me more it's of one that. Of, it's one of the, th- the themes of the film of, of breaking away from dogma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. And of you know, past. I think yeah. there's a huge message there, too. I mean, if we want to take it and analyze it, blah, 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 obviously the force and you want to look at it in a theological way and think about it in terms of religion and and what could it mean in terms of Judeo-Christianism or even Islam, you know, or any basically any, any organized faith is for everybody. Faith, right. Yeah. yeah. Faith is faith is for everybody. And, you know, it's 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 very, very haughty to think that it belongs to only one set of people and it's kind of been my vision of spirituality and religion in general so i really enjoyed that moment okay uh uh, for myself um i came out adoring this movie i mean adoring it even without you know even with things i had quibbles about or nitpicks um i think it did a brilliant job of pushing the most not all most of their newer characters, um, I, Ed, we had a discussion walking over here about like, oh, you know, will will this be a film for younger people and um, the younger fans, maybe people who were, you know, s- seven or eight or, or you know, in that, you know, child age range when The Force Awakens came out and now we're just a little older and... Um, Stay I have tuned a- for Broom Boy. I, well, <laughs> we'll get into that later on, much later on. But... For me, as much as I love what they did with um, Kylo and Rey uh, and Poe in this film, um, it is the older characters... That hold it all together. ...that make the film resonate so much with me and the themes about it. And those themes actually also are threaded through Rey and Kylo and Poe's stories um, that all revolve around Luke. And See, this is this is where I disagree. I'm really, I'm sorry to Miguel, but this is where I disagree. I, I feel like, all right, Finn had like five minutes worth of screen time. Well, again, um, I, I said not all the characters. Finn is not served well by this film, but we'll no, get that. We'll and, get and into not, that. And neither, we'll get, and neither is da- neither is Dameron. Well, we'll get, wait, let, let, let me. We'll get to that when we get to the negatives. Um, okay. For me, the positives about this film was that. It is a treatise on things like failure. Um, I think yes. that was a big end. Uh, that worked into Poe's story, in my opinion, because, you know, m- normally in these films, um, and also played into the expectations, because normally in these films, you have the hotshot younger characters second-guessing the authority figures, and they're going to yep. be turned out to be right, you know, yep. and the stuffy and authority time, figures. Yeah. And this was like, no, everyone needed to learn a lesson about failure. That's why um, the whole criticism of like, well, you know, as much as I have uh, issues with Finn's story and how they utilized him, um, I don't think he was served well. But at the same time, the complaints of, well, his 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 mission didn't amount to anything. And I was like, yep, just like everyone's mission in this film. It's true. Kind of does not amount to anything and it's about learning Very valid from that. Point. And then you have Luke's story. And, you know, I'm a big Man of Steel evangelist. Um, you know, I love taking a character as iconic as a Superman or a Luke Skywalker and saying, you know, rather than them being comfort food, using them to really examine things in the human condition. And here they did that brilliantly with Luke, who I think... Um, to a point where you get he got he gets knocked in the in the head by Yoda. <laughs> yeah, well, again, th- there's, you know, Hamill's performance... Mm-hmm. 
is amazing. I think I don't think there. A lot of people are like this was a betrayal of the character, and I was like, look. Even he said so to some extent. Well, he said he had problems when he first. He was like, what the script was, what the choices were, and yet for me. I, I just thought that that was so brilliant because Luke as a character has always had flaws. He has always been someone who had to deal with hubris and doubt, you know, and overconfidence and on and on and on and on. And this was that film. This was, you know, the legend of it. And yet it had its cake and ate it too. <laughs> Ray comes to the island, gives hands him the, the, the lightsaber, he throws it away, and then he tells her, it's like, look... If you think I'm the legend, you know, that you have in your mind, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not good at this. I screwed up. I, I had a big moral failing, and that moral failing has led to all of these issues. And do you think that I'm just going to come back to the fray and light up a laser sword and face off against the First Order? And you're like, well, okay, there's your mission statement, Luke. And then what does the film give us at the end? He does exactly what he said he was not capable of doing. He shows up on, you know, he shows up. We find out later in this incredible use of the force. He shows up on the crate with his laser sword facing off against the entire First Order military. And then what do we get? I disagree. I know, I know, I know you don't like that, John, but what no, do we... No, but he doesn't do that. I, see, that's my say why he get it's eating his cake and he says he doesn't do it, but he does it. That's yeah, what yeah, I think yeah. is, is kind of brilliant. Because out, yeah, and yeah. and he pulls off something with the force, which is kind of like the greatest <laughs> Jedi mind trick of all, <laughs> all times. time. And it is consistent with And it is consistent with his character because there are a lot of fans who are angry that he didn't just like use the force to like Drop those walkers. Yeah, and that's what the and, big and blow things is. out of the sky. And let us think: what is before this? What was Luke's greatest accomplishment as a Jedi? The shoulder. Burst. Well, we, we already know that he's really bad at the Jedi mind no. trick. Like he, he just doesn't make it happen. Correctly. Well, well, no, no, no. But but he, he, again, he defeats here, Darth Vader. Here, that he was, was his greatest no, accomplishment. He, no, it's not his greatest accomplishment. Is offering himself up in a bodhisattva, Gandhi. Jesus like All right, way. if you want to go that far, you sure. You know what I mean? No, no, no. His greatest achievement was convincing his evil father. But to but turn how does good. he how does he, he do good. that? Not by beating it by self-sacrificing. I see what you're By self-sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so the idea that some people are like, "Well, I wanted Luke to mm. have a badass laser sword fight." And like Luke was never that guy. And his most important accomplishment was not uh, an act of violence in point the in point of fact the throne room scene with the emperor is about luke almost Sacri getting into violence mm -hmm. and stepping back and saying no i will well not. that's a son father redeeming uh, the, exactly the father. and so but, here we have right. here we have luke and this all ties into why i while i dislike the canto bite stuff to a certain degree it goes into the ending of the film because luke has this epic moment of you know i used the force in a way you never would imagined and what i did was not to defeat the enemy but just to hold them off long enough to allow my friends to well, escape well that 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 plays into the the other big theme in the story which is we we will win by saving the things we love right, rather exactly. than saving the things we hate yeah. exactly so and i get and, that and then the ultra meta commentary of we learn why snoke was afraid of luke and it had nothing to do with his power. 
it had nothing to do with, oh, Luke has some secret that's going to destroy Snoke. Snoke was afraid of Luke of because the legend of Skywalker brought would bring hope. And Luke's last act is exactly mm-hmm. what the title of the first Star Wars films him. He brings a new hope. And we see that personified in the end point with those kids playing with action figures, as we all did. And the and you- <laughs> legend of Luke Skywalker is the redemption and is the spark that will bring about the end of the First Order. I think that... I cannot think of any other way that is a better capstone for this pop culture character. So you and were then so boy. beautiful with those visuals of the double sun. I just, you, oh, so it you, just, it, you, it, it, it crushed me. So it you were broom me. boy. You were broom right, boy. But, but then why did he just die like a second later? Because I, I will, I will tell you why. It's set up in the film, John. Kylo, when he first has his first forced Skype call <laughs> with with Ray, Snoke was the bridge. Right? Mm-hmm. And he tells, what does he tell her? You couldn't do this. The effort would kill you. Sa- showing that, oh, okay, you have to be really powerful to do something that's just a Skype call. F- Luke does something beyond <laughs> that. He manifests a physical presence of himself. Physicality of things. The dice well, from Luke's... From, uh, with all due respect, it's not a physical presence. It's, it's a... It's a what's the word? Uh, it's projection. an illusion. Projection. It's, it's, it's a, a projection, projection of some kind. But it's he, a hologram. Thank it's, you. That's it, what it is I'm something for. like that. And yet, at the same time, there was more. There was still weight there. Yeah, he, the dice and uh, the dice Leia. are a physical manifestation that Kylo but they finds, and then they the disappear. Dis- yeah, right. But, but Leia gets to touch him. But Leia gets to touch him. Yeah. And he gets to kiss his sister. You know what I mean? There is the, there is a sense of this was something that was beyond just a mental trick. It was not. It was. It was magic. It's, it's the new internet. It was mystical. In, in the Star Wars universe. It was mystical. It was magical. It mm-hmm. was. It was, it was. It was something. It was bringing magic. It was bringing mystery back. Seen before. Um, now we're gonna go to the negative stuff. But go before we do, this is something that just dances right in between the negative and the positive because the the lightsaber joke. Uh, let's go around really quickly. Okay. Good or bad. Anna, your your opinion on the beginning where he just tosses the lightsaber. The, light, the lightsaber oh, joke. Yeah, yeah. I hated that. Okay, okay. Uh, John. Uh, it, it was one of it was, it's a joke moment that has no. I mean, Luke is notoriously not funny in all of the other movies, so like it's not. It doesn't work. It doesn't uh, work for his character. Uh, I don't know, Luke. <laughs> I, I, Luke, I, he's not funny, but they certainly used him for a lot of like. Yeah, humorous moments, moments right. um, previously, but I, I I understand the gravity of what that and the buildup of two years of yeah. I mean, we know. Oh my God, she's there, and she's she's offering him Excalibur back. Well, the, and uh, we knew that the film was going to be that their their story was going to start from that point. So of course there was all this pent up like what's what's going to happen? How is he going to react? And well, this goes back into uh, the pulling things from under the uh, under the rug from you. And that's just something it's like, and you know, I'm all for, I'm all for, you know, you have a bunch of fan trolls, fan boys and fan trolls equal um, uh, out there who are like, yes, this is the moment I've been waiting for, for two years. And, and then I, they just, what, 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 what do you mean? Okay. You just, like, well, and how aside. did you react to it? Did you like I it? I loved it. Like it? Okay. I loved it. And it, because it's, again, it's, um, a transformation. It really just gave me a transformation and evolution of a character. 
Um, and this also goes into let's talk about Ryan Johnson's like little little jokes that he was putting in. It's like R two, you're here. It's like no, you can't. I'm never going back. And then what does he do? He shows that he shows. Oh, which that was, was <laughs> that was a great moment. Yeah, that and was a very yeah. clever moment. See, that's but R2 pretty has low of you, R two. Yeah, yeah, a wise ass. But that moment had a lot of meta commentary to it because I, I think an interpretation could be. I don't want to say it was an indictment of The Force Awakens or Rogue Guys, One. I, I don't want to. I'm sorry to okay. interrupt you. I really am. But it's 530 for me and I got to oh, be out of here in like sorry, five minutes. Oh, sorry, Anna. Okay. So I'm, I'm really sorry unfortunately myself. Unfortunately, we have to lose our international correspondent <laughs> who is bringing a lot to the table, I might say, in insight. the conversation. A lot of good insight. Uh, we always love having you on, Anna. We Absolutely. always love having you on. Um, intelligence. Um so much knowledge, the French sass, the French connection, <laughs> and and, and uh, bringing a woman's perspective, which unfortunately now is going to be a sausage fest here, and lots of nicotine, and lots of nicotine. <laughs> always, no one can see this at home, but yeah, she's always smoking up a storm. Uh, thank you for joining us, Anna. We're sorry that you have to leave us, but Thanks family obligations are what they are. TBC wishes and you and your family merry Christmas, and you will, of course, uh, Anna will, of course, return. In the in the woman with the golden gun. I don't know. <laughs> uh, thank thank you very thank you very much, right. Anna. Uh, Cheers, au revoir. Bye. Uh, so uh, for me, I think there was a lot of meta commentary with um, that moment with R two, because I, I don't want to say it was an indictment of the Force Awakens or Rogue One. However, Luke does say. Oh, here's nostalgia. <laughs> oh man, that was a cheap shot. That's a cheap shot. That was too easy. It was you were you know sort of the modus operandi of right. the film, which yeah. is like we're not no no oh no 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 we're not going to play to any of your expectations or what you think you want to see. Mm -hmm. We're going to go in different uh, opposite directions. We're not going to go there. I, I got to give Miguel a lot of props because we can rewind to like two or three episodes ago, where we we were analyzing a preview. And Miguel goes, he debunks the whole preview. He's like, no, Kylo Ren is not going to kill Leia. No, Rey does not join. And I'm like, what? Like, how are you making all these predictions? And yeah, but, it uh, came true. A we lot of my movie, a lot well, of my hold on. did not happen. I, I, I did call a lot of things. You, but you did a good I job. I also believe me. Ed will tell props. you. Ed will tell you. I was. You weren't in on those. You weren't in on those. Everything. You weren't in on those speculate uh, on those. Uh, I had conversations. a whole speculation about. Palpatine he was a speculator machine, and I'm and, like, and no, Miguel, no, Miguel, no, Miguel, no, no, no. I felt that Ray was going to have a connection to a previous character. I thought it was going to be Palpatine. Yeah. What, what was your theory? <laughs> uh, my theory was going to be that she was the daughter of Luke and an uh, heretofore unknown offspring of Palpatine, and that it would have been a whole thing of Luke keeping her in hiding. Uh, because he was wanted to save her from both the First Order and Becoming and the Jedi. Republic. While he's saying this, the lightsaber is slowly, it's slowly shifting, shifting into, my... into, into his into his abdomen. Uh, <laughs> um, but but again, that goes you know that goes to the idea of the the film playing with all of your expectations. I think the least. I don't care what anyone says. There are a lot of people online like, yeah, I kind of always figured she'd be Rey. Nobody's it's like, shut up. That was the least. Like, likely explanation most people thought for two years. Everyone assumed it was going to be Ray Kenobi, Ray Skywalker, Ray Solo, Ray Palpatine. It was, you know, yeah, yeah. there was an odd moment. Ray Palpatine. Though. It could have been just the Force really connecting them, but like they did have a moment. Luke and uh, and uh, Ray had a moment where like, like they were like, I feel like 
I've been here before, and I know you. Yes, but but and, you know what? You know what? There's and, and they could have had that. There was there, that. Yeah. You know what? That some good could say that that's just anyone with the force because, um, I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, doesn't doesn't Luke say something similar on Dagobah? Something mm. along the lines of like I feel like I've been here before. Yeah, he says he says um, I don't know. Something familiar about this something familiar about this, place. and for years that led to speculation of maybe Luke and Leia had been, you know, had a layover in Dagobah right. or something like that. A so layover. you know, so like there's there's precedent for the idea that, you know, anywhere you get that is a focus for the Force, a Force user will like, ah, oh, there's something familiar. There's something a, now. There's a kinship connection. Do you uh do you want to get into the negative stuff? Uh yeah yeah let's let's go oh, around. Wait, wait, wait. But right before we do, but also um Kylo Ren. For a moment, is like, well, I know who your parents are. Right, Remember, right. and went into that. Was that just like just trying to put her down, make her feel bad, or like I, you think he I actually think knew can, something? I think you can go either way with that. <clears throat> I, I am perfectly fine at this point, even being invested in my own theories. Of okay, okay, so she's she's comes from nowhere. She's not connected to anything previous. However, there is something about the fact that that revelation starts off with Kylo, that tells me that. Even though they let Ryan Johnson do whatever they wanted, they were like, let's have an out. Let's have an emergency exit. Let's gauge the audience reaction. Well, even Because then, they can always <clears throat> just say, hey, Kyler was lying. Kyler was lying. Well, the, you know? <laughs> it, uh, now, I, I like the div- one of the strongest things about, about this is that Kylo develops very richly. In oh, that, yes. And that yeah. you still, you go... That's is, what I, is the spark in the hope still in him, or is he still being a manipulative like jerk that he? Oh, and and and, and well, I think up dad, until you know, I, so. I think up until a point, there was still that. Where is this exactly going? But I think by the time we get to the throne room, Kylo is on his trajectory, mm-hmm. and there's no, you know, they gave us the biggest authority of all. Right. Let them die, Luke. Right. Let them go, Luke. Let the pass. and Luke and Leia have a convo, which is you know. Leia was the one in the Force Awakens. Was like, Han, bring our son back. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he can still come to the light. Blah blah blah. He kills Han. Here we have yeah, all, the, yeah, all that yeah. he does. And Luke and Leia have their convo, and it's like, yeah, that was I'm deep. sorry, Leia, but there's nothing. There's nothing left of yeah. your son. And Leia's in agreement, and it's just like, okay. Well, I just thought it's, That's an, not it's my son anymore. I just think it's brilliant writing for him to go. Um, I know you're from nobody. You're nobody. You don't, have a, place. You don't a, have a place in but the story. But you're not nobody to me. But you're not nobody to me. And that's that sort of like, come to me, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. be together. Right, right. And again, he tells her this stuff when she's at her lowest ebb, mm-hmm. right? Um, she she comes to grips with, uh, you know, no one was coming back for me and Jakku. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a connection to this wider mythology, you know... So where's my place? In this? Where's my place? In this? And he uses that. He's like, uh, yeah. no, you're something to me. You can, you know, we can have a connection, obviously. Interesting that that multi mirror place is the darkest place she can go. I want to get like, into I that. Was let's, like, let's, isn't there more darker place? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, well, you see, that, so now let's, let's get into the negative well, well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the negatives. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so, well, so. Well, that's not negative. Not necessarily negative. I know, but right, right, right. that in particular <clears throat> is 
Um, because I was expecting, again, this goes back to a fanboy ex- uh, expectation, Cause, right? Cause Which is remember Luke said, uh, like, oh, you immediately just went to well, the Well, you dark. went right. there, you and, just, like, and you came cool. back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so b- right before she physically travels down there, Luke was like, wow, you just automatically went to the dark, you know? And so, that's what, again, yeah, yeah, starts yeah, yeah. a whole, like, yeah. I'm not sure I want to... This is why I didn't want to train anybody else. I am sort of... But let's of, go to the negative. Yeah, I'm sort of... And I don't even know if it's a negative because uh, I, I saw that immediately. The hole in the in the, in, in the rock um, is... You know, already that beckons to the, the Jedi trial. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got your right. lessons. Same thing now, as the Dagobah scene. Same thing as the Dagobah scene. But instead, I'm like, okay, you're we're, we're given a... And she really didn't get any lessons. Something sort of metaphysical... No, no, she got a lesson. Her lesson was that her past didn't matter that her obsession with oh my you know we saw how deep of an obsession she has she lived a really crappy life on Jakku okay and yet it's like hey you want to you want to get away from all that you know pal around with me and Chewie here on the Falcon no I got to get back to Jakku <laughs> she was obsessed with it she 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 had this image as a lot of orphans are a lot of people it's like no my family they want me they're going to come for me there's something special i'm going to and the dark side showed her it was like well i'm glad that you you're i just mean you you're just you miguel thank you for helping me um um you know helping me in finding my place in Took all this especially right with that scene in particular because i couldn't make odds or ends about um, the... Could just be the wine talking, Ed. <laughs> Could just be I'm drunk. I don't know. Because the because go. there are a lot of there's a lot of undercooked undercooked elements in this movie. Yes, obviously. Yes, there are some things where I go. Finn being one of them. Maz Kanata. I mean, we can go on. And let's 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 your uh, the, let's take your top the two things that were like why did what was Snoke. that didn't work? It didn't work out. Snoke. What was it? Snoke. Okay. Snoke. Um, now you said you're okay with the fact that I think you said that you're okay with, it's fine. They, you know, they, they, um, uh, they give us a top dog and then they just completely eliminate him. No backstory whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You were okay with that. Uh, I, you have an issue. Because I have of, an because issue. Of that. Okay. Again, it's the curiosity in me. Like, wait a minute. You, you cooked up this setup. idea, yeah. right? First in the first one, here's this really huge, uh, holographic um character no explanation whatsoever is he a jedi is he is he a sith we still don't know what's his connection to luke he's how is he able to him? do the things that he that he does you know, he he's is he huge in, he's huge in ben solo's background he's part of the reason why he's a huge factor in why he turned so the expectations were hey we're gonna get some backstory we're gonna get some explanation and there god there's so many Fan YouTube's uh, um, theories Darth about Plagius. what he was. He's this. He's 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 the first Jedi who turned. All of these sort of things. And Lucasfilm fed into that by building him up in the ancillary products like the novels and the and the comics and stuff like that. So I I look I I'm okay with it. I get why someone like you or anyone else out there would be like after two years. That's it. He gets sliced in half, and we're just going to move on. Well, are but they it's not gonna just do a one-off movie with about him, or I, are they gonna do that? gosh, is but it, I'll is tell it you worth this, it. Though. You know, with I'll, the with the, with the might way, be a lot of people are interested. Even the writing, which by the way, this uh, you know, this movie has some of the strongest writing I've ever seen, but I've ever I've ever seen in 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 a Star Wars movie. But the lines that he had were sort of just, "Now I'm just the bad guy." <laughs> 
Which, um, here's my defense of that and why I'm okay with it. Um, yes, I totally agree with the idea of, oh my god, how could you just, how could you just deliver that without us getting the meat of him? At the same time, if the whole point of him was simply to be the stepping stone for Kylo to take his place as the villain of this piece, then, then yeah, the bare bones of him, he was a, he was a, he was a dark side user, he ascended to power, he turned Kylo Ren, but ultimately, it wasn't Snoke's story. Ultimately, it's Kylo and Rey's story, and he simply, he simply functions as something to, you know, further well, you know, Kylo's he said, story. He said it himself. I bridged you together. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. So, so, well, he's that bridge. powerful, and so what are you but setting yeah, up? I get are what you setting saying up, as well. Is he supposed to be the anti-Luke in this movie? I, I don't know. Like, um, And that, that's the reason it brings into another um, uh, issue, conversation moving on is, if Jedi can are able to do Force Ghosts, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind, which they have been like in every movie, right. which no, yeah, well, that's yep, yeah, that's again, there's living, there's coming back from death to still influence and counsel the living, and then there's what Luke did, and there those are two separate oh, okay. things. But there's it's a pretty sense much... of there's a sense of as we saw with Yoda, which oh my god, we didn't get into Yoda yet. Um, there's a sense of with Yoda, it's like, well, he's one with the Force. Of course, he can draw down lightning. He's he's part of the the underlying power of the universe. Whereas Luke is still a living being, and we saw what the stress of doing something like that, even with a high level Force user. Well, it's uh, pretty much do. conceivable. Yes, it's pretty much Snow. conceivable that that we're going to see Mark Hamill Force Ghost as a Force Ghost. Yes, in, 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 in the next in, one. In but the next one. but yeah, but like, um, so if the, the Jedi are able to do that. What uh, what are dark side users? What's a able- what's what's the what, similar to the prequels, which I know they get their bad rap mm-hmm. and they deserve it, but you know we got introduced to the idea of force lightning in Return of the Jedi, right? Yes, and it's this big trump card. It was used throughout the prequels, and what do we get when the greatest at the at the at that time most powerful you know and wisest Jedi Master Yoda confronts. The, the Emperor Darth Sidious. You know, he uses the Force Lightning and we see Yoda has a tai counter, Jedi a counter technique to it, <laughs> right, right? Right. So, you're right. What is what is a sort of dark side power equivalent to what, what Luke well, did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say it's possible Luke is going to be in the next movies, you know, assuming he's going to be Force Ghost. What about Snoke? You think maybe he can do some crazy influencing? Who knows? I mean, like, like that's the that's movie? the sort of thing yeah. that goes to the some of the negatives. I think for you, thing with Snoke, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we get this whole setup in the Force Awakens of, you know, the grandf- ultimate you know, evil dude. grandfather. Show me the darkness. Show me, show me the power of the dark side. And it's like you go now. You're like. Oh, okay. What Kylo was receiving, <laughs> you know, uh, I I think. Uh, one of the negatives of the film. Uh oh. Hey. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I can uh, I can mute the laptop anyway. All right, back to let let uh, put a put a little point there so we can edit that out. All righty. Okay. 
I, I think part of the issue with this film is J.J.'s mystery box approach for The Force Awakens. So like I said, there's this whole like, how did Kylo turn? What does he mean? He's talking to his grandfather. Show me the darkness again. Well, Anakin had ascended to the light. It's obvious Kylo was not receiving visions from his actual grandfather. Which, by the way, that's that to me has always been a botched um, uh, conception, um, uh, meaning a, a, a botched idea where I thought it was if you were Jedi and you just disappeared in your death, mm-hmm. going back to Obi-Wan, um, you could come back right. as, as a Force ghost. Right. Qui-Gon... We we know he comes back as a Force ghost right. from he, from the he, he from has, the animated he's the first one right? in the new canon that did that yeah um, Obi Wan uh, or Obi Wan Obi Wan we'll we'll definitely see Yoda Yoda so obviously we're gonna see Luke right you know? but again there is this sort of like here's something that's set up this you know it is not paid off in this film Snoke the particulars of Ben's turn. Um, there are just, there, there are just these sort of things that are like, why, why did you lay? I understand the turning everything on its head at the same time. It is, I am not again about the fan reaction. I understand a negative reaction. My issue is not a negative reaction. You don't have to like what I like. You don't have to dislike what I dislike. It's a fashion upon which they. But my they problem is, that. is the, is the, is the sort of the language, is right. the tone, is a sort of this was trash. It's like it wasn't trash. If you didn't like it, it's Luke, fine. It but don't tell me it's trash. Dragged and flogged in the streets. Exactly in public. that sort of stuff. You know exactly. By um, the way, that's that's okay, your mom. So that's talking my mom about talking about Chris X-Files. Carter. <laughs> uh, um, what other sort of negatives? Um, Finn, very undercooked. Which, yeah, he was not served well by. Which this film. I, um, I mean, there's a part of me that also feels like, yeah, like they, they tried to do a lot with him, tried, but there were a lot of un- undercooked um, elements. Like, uh, so what is there? A, a weird love triangle with him? Da- we're gonna him. get a love rectangle, I think. In yeah, the next one. it's like, <laughs> um, for years and years, there was speculation like. Oh, Poe Dameron and Finn, you know, like <laughs> they're star-crossed lovers. Yeah, you know, what's but, going on there? What's, what's, what's going happening on? with that connection? Or, or Daisy Ridley and 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 Finn. Uh, I mean, Ray and Finn. There's something going on there. And now they bring in. Uh, which... Oh, by the way, I just want to point something out about that. So at the end of the film, uh, Poe quote unquote meets Ray for the first time because yeah. they didn't have any interaction in the Force Awakens. Yeah. However, this is going to cause issues because Lucasfilm has this whole thing now. It's like, we are deciding what is and is not canon, and the novels are canon, and the comics are canon. In the novelization of The Force Awakens, Poe meets Rey. <laughs> so that so now they've already the whole idea of we're wiping the clean a clean slate. We're not going to have issues with continuity. Boom! Ryan Johnson is like, nope. Here's your continuity issue already. <laughs> yeah, they met in the Force Awakens novel. Here they're meeting for the first time. Um, but yeah, it's like love quadrilateral. Qu- yeah, it's going to be something. Uh, John, you're you're. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Any... By the way, one one thing oh, I one wanted more... to get oh, one oh, piece of negative. credit is that, and that's this is not a negative. This is applaud applause for for Ryan Johnson for bringing in the very first Asian um, Asian cast member into the fold, and also female 
That's you Rose mean other Tico. than the A wing pilot? You mean other than the A wing? You're racist. Pilot? You know that? You're racist. Nine who, by Jedi. the way, was there. If you watch it, he was there. <laughs> uh, uh, John, any, your 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 thoughts on uh, negative aspects? And let me just say this: overall, I like the I like the film, and these sm- these are small issues I have, and overall, I still love the movie. Okay. Anyway, so I start with that statement. Um, one weird. But this was the biggest piece of crap <laughs> I've ever seen. Now with that said, life. now with that said, no, it's no, all uh, about it's all about people with too much time. <laughs> And privilege. Let me bring, let me bring Mr. Super Jim. Uh, <laughs> this movie, you want to save your money? Uh, 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 the the thief they meet in the jail. Right? Oh yeah. What's his name again? Yeah. DJ. 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 Well, that Dark all Johnson. plays in, that that all plays into the Canto Bite stuff, which almost universally, even people that love the movie, and I'm one of them, say, eh, could have used a, a script. I'll pass over that part of the script again. So, so your your issue with DJ, right? Yeah, that whole thing, and then he sells him out. Like, I just want to know when he made the deal. Like, because he was with them the whole time. Like, when did he make the deal to sell them out? Never. Anyway, uh, he forced Skype. He, he was using force. He was using force skyping. Exactly. He, metal, uh, metal chick, uh, stormtrooper. He force skyped her, and they made a uh, deal. Any, okay, okay. And they so, made you know for for a so big other, crate of cash. Right. So um, other and anything uh, anything else or any furthering of that that the, the negatives in the film. Um. See, oh, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I had a feeling the dwindling, like, like the, it's like down to like six people, and they're all main characters. <laughs> all right, that's the, at a the weird, end there. that's okay, a weird okay. thing. And then uh, he brought up Captain Phasma. That's undercooked. Yes, yes. Allow me, allow me to get into that. Um, with my fix. Are we done with uh, DJ? Because mm-hmm. I feel like. Oh my God! See, there's a part part of where no, following cool the marketing was, was an issue with this movie in a way because like there was all of this sort of like. Here's this character, and here's that character, and oh, DJ. Hey, we can't tell you what is what DJ right. means. Dark it's Jedi. Dark Jedi. It's going to be something. And Dwayne Johnson. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, dude, this film goes from a ten in my estimation to a twenty if Benicio del Toro rips What's off up, his face as a mask, like, and it's Dwayne Johnson underneath there. What do you think of the force? It doesn't matter what <laughs> you think. <laughs> Let me tell you something. All right. Let me tell you, Dwayne Johnson's it's gonna take this. It's gonna take this. James Johnson's gonna take this lightsaber, turn it sideways, <laughs> and stick it up Snoke's candy ass. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very the People's much. Jedi. The People's <laughs> Jedi! <laughs> I bow to you, Edward. Thank you. And Thank all you. the Buddha nature within you it for making that joke. Um, Maz, Maz Kanata, also Ooh, undercooked. Oh, yeah. That, um, it's like, here's a character we love from The Force Awakens. And that, it's a cameo that makes zero sense. Um... Now, I-, I was talking to our friend Jeremy Martin about that, and, you know, Jeremy was like, well... You know, uh, Poe Dameron has a connection to the Solo Skywalkers. He's, he's obviously uh, Princess Leia's pet pilot. You know, his her. You know, they talk about how she has all this faith in him for the Force Awakens. So, I mean, I guess it's possible. Maz knew Han. Han was with Leia. Maybe, but like this goes to the underserving of Finn, because if 
Finn learns is like, oh, we need to find a a, a great slicer hacker to get into the, to get us out of the situation. I think it's more natural for Finn to make the suggestion that like, uh, there's one person I know who might have a connection to get us, and let's contact Maz. Then have that be Poe's idea. Yeah, you and know? by the way, that's like also sort of like oh they. Oh, Poe and Maz—they have a connection there, like you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. I, I think that it goes to like a couple of these mm-hmm. sort of issues in the film where it's like if they had switched out characters yeah. for what, why they did things, or or who did stuff, it would have it would have worked a little more. Um, any other any other uh, uh, negatives um, that that? No, but you know what? I feel I feel that you're gonna get into um, DJ. Canto Finn, bite. Let's Canto just, bite. Let us just get. Let me just get all the Canto bite stuff out of my out of my system and it's not necessarily a, a bad it's thing. not terrible stuff right execution is a little off there are some issues that i just think that if someone had just talked to ryan johnson and said why are you doing this why are you doing that that doesn't quite because fit. he took Let's that a- he took that off of a um <laughs> apparently there was a um a silent movie um like the scene where you have the shot and it just streams right through yeah, yeah, yeah. That was taken from like a, a silent movie. Look, there are a lot um, of things actually to recommend about mm-hmm, the Cantabite yeah. stuff. The idea of uh, the Las Vegas of the Star Wars mm-hmm. world is a great idea. Um, They're the, all arms dealers. That yeah. message. And he also sells X-Wings. Exactly. The message of... Well, War. here's the dun, other dun, side. He's the dun, Rockefeller dun, of dun. the... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, here's the other side of the Star Wars universe. Here's something that... When we think of the grand struggle of good versus evil, here's something that is kind of underlying that. It's a, it's a, it's a mirror Rich reflection. Rich people of, funding both sides of conflict. It's a mirror of our own society and our own world. It's the Rockefellers. Um, it also has the sort of like, you know, there are a lot of people who I think have, because of the subtleties and because it doesn't quite hit the target, have misinterpreted people like, why, why are we having this message about animal cruelty in this film? And it's like, guys, I understand why you misinterpret it, but that's not what that scene is about. What that's about. It's not animal cruelty. It animal cruelty is an element, but that's used as a metaphor for other things. It is that sort of one percenter kind of critique. Um, that said, even though I kind of get what they were going on, it is a little. Poorly executed. Hap, poor a little haphazard, maybe too subtle for its own takes in some aspects, maybe too on the nose in others. And I think one gigantic thing that would have fixed it, because a lot of people's complaints is, oh, it slows the film down. It's kind of like, where are we going? It doesn't, you know. I don't too, feel like it slowed it down. I, I think it added time because it, you, because it was so <clears throat> subtle and you don't quite get like, what is this about? Until the end where we get the tie in with the kid. I think one of the big fixes should have been this. Not only is Finn's kind of underserved in this film, but a character that was introduced in The Force Awakens, Captain Phasma, is also not served well by this film. We were all hoping that this film would be her redemption. It's that they would do something with her with this great visual and with the connection with Finn. I told you that she shuff, suffers greatly the the Boba Fett issue, the the Boba Fett problem, and Boba Fett yeah. had that problem too. A great too, visual, right? but there's yeah, like yeah. okay, it was what all else built up mysterious, yeah. mysterioso. Oh, she's a bad. Uh, uh, to, to quote Homer, it's like oh. those like. Those guys, they haven't done anything. The Japanese uh, Yakuza. You just know he's going to do something cool. 
you 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 just know it. Homer's whole thing, okay. is, you know about you know it's like here's a cool character. You know she's it's supposed to do something awesome, but there's nothing much else there. Yeah. And and even it, even from the from the from the ads and the commercials, like you have Finn versus yeah, you uh, think oh my god, this wow, is gonna be this something, something built up. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. And instead, it's kind of like suddenly Phasma shows up. Right. Out of nowhere, Phasma shows up. She's alive again. And, you know, we have had this discussion about well, what Well, you know, fix- they did a metaphor for the N-word. You know that, right? That whole thing where he's where they're like, scum. He's like, yeah, rebel scum. Well, I don't yeah. know if, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know if that's a N-word. Of, yeah, Do you think yeah, that that... I think, like- I think... See, but see, that's what part of what the whole Canto Bite thing was. It's supposed to be Finn when he shows up for the first time in the movie, when he wakes up. It's a, He has... I don't want to say selfish in a negative way, but like his focus is. He woke up from like amnesia. Well, he woke up and like, where's Ray? That's his focus. He doesn't really care. He hasn't progressed from where he was in The Force Awakens. In The Force Awakens, why does he go back to Starkiller Base? It's not because he's committed to, oh, let's overthrow the First Order. It's like, oh my God, there's this girl I met. I have this connection. Yeah, I want to get her out of this situation. When she first gets kidnapped. Well, it's not not character. Well, his character at that point is about, I want to get her back. I want to keep her safe. A very visceral... in this movie, there's no developing. A very visceral scene with Finn going back to The Force Awakens is where um, uh, uh, Kylo Ren kidnaps Rey. The shuttle flies up. And right. I've and never he heard. Just like, I've never heard anyone scream so loud. Ray, Ray. Right. You know, he it's is like, again. That's his focus. So he almost gets killed by Kylo Ren in the Force Awakens. When he wakes up, he's still in that mode. He has not committed to being the hero of the Resistance, even though everyone views him that yeah. way. So I think. Ooh, sorry. So I think there was development. Here's the problem: it doesn't quite make as much sense so here we have this side mission that post sends them on we got to get this slicer a hacker to you know to help us you know so we can get away from the from from the from the uh from the supremacy the you know the first order destroyer and you know we get to this planet and rose needs to explain to finn the stakes and how bad the First Order is. Oh, this place is great. You got to look deeper, Finn. You know, you got to see the oppression that's going on. And that doesn't ring true to me because it's like, wait a minute. Rose, you do know you're talking to a man who had been kidnapped as a child and forced (laughs) literally to become a faceless stormtrooper. He knows how bad the First Order is. He has a perfect idea of yeah, it's it's they're pretty effed up as a gov- as a government. Yeah, I think pretty- the rationale was that you know because he you know he was going to at least from her point of view uh, defect no right. not defect but um to he was um, going AWOL. yeah he was going AWOL. that's right, correct right. Right. in her in her view and she had sort of like slipped from that pedestal which is a theme yeah. in the film of heroes you shouldn't necessarily. Mm view them as as something beyond human i get that but i don't think the execution and the other part is this and i know this is a this is a bone of contention between you and me well, i got something to say real quick okay, sorry okay. what you got to say no, no, but I got, well, mississippi no um about finn though as a you assume he's kidnapped as a child brainwashed trained his whole entire life 
Why does he behave the way he does? You know, like uh, yes, uh, he behaves like a, yes, like a frightened yes, kitten. You know, like yes, <gasps> yes, John. Yeah, and, and that's pressure. what should have been something oh. in the in this thing. But what happened to like you know thirty years of abuse? You know, Ex- break, no, you know no, no, I mean? no. Like, no. They, there was a chance with this yeah, yeah, Canto yeah. Bright material to put more meat on Finn's bones, and that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, and. This goes uh, uh, also connects to something we've had a dis- um, um, we've had an argument about s- somewhat, which is I do not think Rose adds much to this film. I'm not saying she is bad. I don't. She's I am, Asian. No, no, no. And I'm not saying that she's bad or the actress is bad. I just she was built up a- along with a lot of other things. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, Tran is going to be this, mm-hmm. you know, this breakout character. She's so fun. And it fun was and, again. Know, well, there's engaging. that dramatic moment the, where you, she saves him. You know, the, u- uh, the use of the yeah. usage again. The, it goes back to the word under undercooked. Yeah, undercooked. right. Yeah, like uh, even she she even says, "Well, you know, uh, I mainly spend most of my time behind, like <laughs> from behind the pipes and the wires and everything like that." She's an engineer, right? right so exactly, she's not someone. And then by the end of the of the last act, uh, by the by the last act. What she's flying one of the one well, of as the John speeders. pointed out, there were like <laughs> ten members of the resistance left. That's so true. you kind of had I, to I get that. you kind of had to get her in there. But, but I I think that again, it's a little undercooked. It doesn't serve Finn. I think she should have served Finn's story more. Mm-hmm. And this gets to and the romance. Oh my god, yeah, that's like... that doesn't work. And this goes to what I think would have been the fix for the Canto Bite scene. Yeah, this I like. I think <laughs> that if we're gonna send Finn out on his side story. All everyone else has their sort of mirrored mentor issues in this film: Poe and Leia and, and Admiral Haldo, uh, Luke with Ray, Kylo with Snoke. Finn doesn't have that. They what they needed to do, which would have fixed Finn and Phasma, was instead of being chased by the local PD. <laughs> okay. They should have been on the run from Phasma and Canto Bright. And that way you would have put meat on the relationship between Finn and Phasma. And there would have been a, a, a meaningful, been... like, you know, last last stand or... Actually, or... actually, you said it best, Ed, uh, when you described it to me. You said Finn should have been Phasma's white whale. Yeah. She should have been she should Ahab. Have, should have, should, it yeah. should have been this like, <clears throat> I can't believe this guy broke training. He defected. He was under my command. You know, it could have even been an off the books thing for Phasma. It, you know, we don't know exactly how she escaped after The Force Awakens. I mean, you could have done something where it was like she was disgraced. And she's like, you know, you you ruined my reputation in the First Order. I need to kill you. Have I you? need to bring you in. Yeah. Something. And that would have added more urgency to the story. Me, it uh, would have it would have put more meat on both of their bones. You could have used that to give more background on both of those characters and their relationship. Instead, what we get is uh, Phasma just shows up. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to execute you. Oh, here's the yeah. fight. Oh, she I'm falls gone. into the flames. And yeah, then, like, exactly. Um, um, do that, you know, that's definitely a negative in the film. I think. Do you know if there, are, uh, if you read or have heard of any production notes on why things were were the way they were at this point? I don't know, but I have heard the idea that there's about 30 minutes of this film that were left on the floor. I heard 20, okay. You know what I mean? That um, 
It's a two and a half hour movie. It's something had to give. You yeah. think we'll get a director's cut? No, no, no. I, I think Disney will start with something. Not, from, yeah. Uh, yeah. They'll may have deleted scenes or stuff on like the DV, the the the, the Blu-ray release, but no, I don't think we're gonna get a director's cut. That doesn't seem to be what. Um, no, not let, but like on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well, we might see some like the same Justice League. That's thing. all we have to say. <laughs> um, but um, uh, any other? Holdo. Any other, you want to talk about Holdo? Uh, yeah, this was another though. weakness. Uh, I don't know if, if you have this opinion, John, but me and Ed are like, again. Laura Dern, by the way, solid fine. performance. She's great. Performance. great. She's, she's really good. Um, that said, while I don't go again with the way people express themselves online about mm. these sort of issues, I think there is some point when people say things like, why didn't she just level with Poe? Why didn't she just say, look, right. we got a plan. Here's the plan. Don't get crazy and try to mutiny because you're, you've lost hope and faith. That said, it does go into that, again, the idea of failure, the idea that Poe thinks he's, he's got the right, he's got, you know, again, Poe needs to learn a, plan. Yeah, yeah. Poe needs to learn a, he needs to be knocked down many pegs but, in this film to, to get to the enlightenment at the end. Right. But he also does what he does to buy them time that they're trying to disable the, the right, right, right. But again, that's his whole idea of his plan. It's his plan, but but he's but it's also... not. It's ultimately a fruitless plan. Yeah, it is. It's but not, but yeah. I'm of I'm of dissenting argument, which is basically, um, you know, if you were top brass, and even Leia go, Leia, Leia pretty much treats Poe like the son that she never had, right? You know, um, but. You can't but Which help but expect if you are a great leader general as Leia is. You don't have to explain everything. Well, you know what? Here's you know, what I like. Poe is a shoot. He's a he's he's a Han Solo. Well, well you know what? <laughs> um, someone. Um, it was on Jedi Council from Collider, and I totally agree. I believe it was Ken Knapsack, um, and he summed it up best uh, with a quote from Game of Thrones, where. You know, in Game of Thrones, we've got Sir Alistair and Jon Snow, and they don't like each other. Mm. And Sir Alistair at that moment was the leader of the of the Night Watch. And, you know, turns out Jon Snow coming back was right about mm. everything. Right. So it's like, ah, we should have done our defenses this way. And Alistair lays it out for him. He says, I guess you think we should have done this. And Jon Snow being Jon Snow says, well, it was a difficult decision. You know, he's trying to be diplomatic. And, you know, Alistair, Alistair just lays it out. He's like, do you want to know what leadership is, Lord Snow? Leadership is having every, every you know, trumped up twat out there, you know, second guessing every single one of your moves. The only issue is, is that when you're the leader and you, you know, you start sec second guessing yourself, that's it. That's the end. That's the end of the leader. That's you know all the little, tr all the little uh, trumped up twats. That's the end of everything. And th I get that as the Holdo thing. It's like Poe Dameron had screwed up big time. Mm -hmm. He had he had through his hubris, you know, yeah. Oh, hey, we destroyed this dreadnought at what cost? All of our bombs. Yeah, and the th all of their people. You don't deserve to be told what the plan and the is. The chain of command is very important. Exactly. And you can't you... afford to have uh, like um, and... Pete Maverick, right? Yeah, Mitchell exactly. Maverick. And by in the way, space. I would I would like to say this. This plays into the DJ thing in a way, even with all of my issues, because the only reason they know the DJ has that ability to betray them is because he hears when Finn is on the calm 
with Poe. That's how he knows what everything is. Mm, yeah. So kind of Holdo's and Leia's even like like you don't need to know this. Right. Kind of does play out and it does feed into Poe's overall thing. That said, mm-hmm. there is still a part of me that goes that's just convenient for the plot that no one told, you know, Poe and everyone's losing hope. But that's a mild scene. That's why I adore this film despite whatever my quibbles are. Mm. I have a quibble about that, but I don't think it ruins it. And um, let's be honest, Holdo goes out like a boss. That's a plus. Yeah. That, that goes into... The, yeah, yeah, it's not a negative. It is one of the... This is what I saw. This is what I, this is what I experienced at, at Alpine. I don't know about you, John. I don't know about you, Miguel. When it happened, the theater was silent. And then I heard, oh, shit. Like, and I looked, I'm like, yeah, wow. And, you know, again, <laughs> Johnson in that moment uses some techniques, which he used a little bit in the beginning. There's a silence. Not, not Dwayne Johnson. Not, 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 not Dwayne. Uh, not DJ. Not DJ. There is a, uh, uh, there's a moment in the beginning with uh, Rose's sister, mm-hmm. you know, who's, who actually is a presence through the movie. Um, because of her inspiration and all the rest going on with uh, Rose. Where they do use a sort of silence uh, during that bombing, and it's like, when it first happened, I was like, well, that's interesting. I don't think I've seen that kind of like film technique used in a Star Wars film ever. Not in Star Wars, no. And then we get that moment amplified a thousandfold with the use of, of the cruiser as a light speed ramming. Yeah device against the supremacy um now i mean there have been some people who online are like well geez if 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 you could do that why don't you just put hyperdrives on any meteor and use them against (laughs) and i'm of two minds i understand that it's like yes as nerds we go wait a minute here what are the full ramifications of this to the nth degree at the same time uh, you know what? Wars are fought by robots in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and your job will be servicing those robots. Uh, at the same time, Star Wars has never been about nuts and bolts. No. Sci-fi. It's just our universe painted larger. So the idea that it's like, like, hey, how come no what one's... Was your, what was your description for many years? It was on steroids, I believe. It's our world on steroids. It's just everything's bigger. Yeah. It's everything bigger. Ships are bigger. Dog it's fights occurring occurring right above right above us. Exactly. You know? you know what's the what's what is the the Death Star with big gun? Right. Big gun, big ships. That's that's all it is. Um. Um. Hux. We didn't talk about Hux. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. The good old Hux. By the way, Gleason as Hux. It's confirmed. His first name is Artemidge. Artemidge Hux. Wow. Yeah. What is with the names in Star Wars? <laughs> Hello, I'm Sheev. I know this because it was a there's a um, you know uh, answer Google questions with uh, with Domino Gleason oh, and, and, and Daisy. Oh, he says Artemidge. It's like uh, what, what's what's Hux's what first name? Like... Artemidge. I know this. Um, Hux was a character from the first film that I thought could go either way. I said, all right. I really thought this. Like, mm, this character is either going to have a lot of meat on his bones. We're going to get some sort of you know something out of his villainy or he's just he's going to be used he's for slime laughs. ball uh, he's just going to be a slime ball used time. for laughs right 
Not not and for laughs. I love, I love the scene where after in the throne room where he's about to pull out the gun. To exactly. The, yeah. There <laughs> we go. It's like, it's <laughs> like here's my chance. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That, that moment is pants. Conscious. That Just, makes him likable. That that gives yeah. that's a yes, big plus. From he goes from sort of like, oh, I really don't like this guy, to like, okay, uh. anytime Hux is on screen, we're gonna have a laugh. But it's funny, you know man. what I mean. And now Hux is like, first off, I loved Hux using as a way to sort of coronate. Yeah, Kylo. It's like, like it's like the, the supreme, supreme leader, leader is dead. dead. Yo, the supreme like leader. Long <laughs> live the supreme leader. Which can I just say, that leads into something else. Um. The throne room scene, mm. a fantastic scene, and a ma- one of the again one of the great pluses of this film because oh with the, uh, the Kylo look for the first time we see first dark, order super ninjas we see dark side and light side for the first time on film back to back back to back fighting backing each other up taking on what I think given their sort of like first Rubik's, order super ninja their Rubik snake weapons. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. that seemed to be specifically designed to counter lightsabers. Can I ask you something as okay. a martial artist? Did you ever encounter <laughs> that uh, in your stick fighting tournaments where someone had this like this kind of like whip-like device with a hook on it, and he did one of those like, you know, and he just winded it up. Meanwhile, you're struggling with your <laughs> stick. Did that ever happen, Miguel? I uh, anyone who wants to go online and try and find uh, Dog Brothers martial arts uh, can find videos. that very fight scene. V- find videos in which it's like flexible weapons against stuff. It's very interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have these sort of Rubik snake like, you know, transformable weapons that seem to be designed specifically. Their armor yeah, yeah. designed specifically to counter the Sith and the Jedi. And um, it's a brilliant scene. It has, you know, my God, people clapped when, you know, Ray through the through the the, oh, uh, the the Anakin, oh yeah, uh, you know, and and you know, you know, Kylo just used it. That having been said, let me just let me just point out something that I I feel about that scene. That's like, kind of like, are you, are you talking about when they rip the saber in half? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Um, eh, that's 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 arc. I I understand that. Um, all right, at the end of the Wizard of Oz. Dorothy throws water on on the Wicked Witch. She dissolves away. And, you know, the Wicked Witch's palace guards are immediately like, no, we're cool with this. You're the leader now. We're good. Okay? You killed the Wicked Witch. You're, you're in charge. Um, and in a lot of, like, films, you have that moment where the cart, you know, the cartel underboss... Takes out you the, t- the you cut the head, the body follows. And now everyone's and now everyone's like, okay, cool, you're in, you're in charge now. I kind of wonder wh- why those Praetorian guards were so committed. This the dark side way is to hey, apprentice kills the master. And I, you know, Snoke must have prepared them for that. It's like, look, at some point, <laughs> Kylo Ren may attempt to kill me. Don't jump in. It's just we, the way these things work. But these we, guys we, were. We like, have like, ideas on, on coming up with a bit. They fought to, to the death. Now, John, right? Exactly. It's you like tell us what you think. We, we had this idea, like, what if we skit? came up with a bit, a skit where me and two, Ed, two were the Praetorian guards, guards right? there. It's like, are we supposed to fight? Are we supposed to? Well, Do we? Jesus uh, God, he just killed Snoke. I mean, Do we? Uh, do we jump in there? Sure. We could maybe take I mean, a the break. Door. Hey, Johnny, the door's right over there, though. Yeah, the door's do right just, there. Should we just do we like, jump in there? That, <laughs> that's who I would be. I would be waiting for all the other guys. I would like. I just tiptoeing ever just, so slightly. Okay, I just I just assume we're gonna go to HR. 
and uh, like figure out, you know, is no, this bad John, for us? Johnny, they killed the, the guy in HR died. Did Severance you hear? Package. Is this yeah, exactly? It's like it's like, do we do we kill him because we don't want to let this to get out? Because that might have been oh, it. Well, that might have hey. been it. They don't they don't want that on their resume. I, I got that an idea. The supreme leader died on their watch. I got an idea. Let's swing our weapons and just make our way to the door exactly. very Let's slowly. Just pretend Let's that pretend. we're about to pretend. <laughs> let Gary and Steve. Like take them on, and then we'll just you know we get outside. We just take out the red, we take off his red armor, and like you know find like it's like oh so damn you Gary, know that, Gary like, just lost his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's gonna be at least one guy that's like, look, my uncle was uh, an Imperial Guardsman on the second Death Star. Ooh, and, sorry uh, about that, man. He said you know what the situation was gonna probably turn out to be. So I say we we go outside, we take off this armor, we grab a shuttle. Because uh, I, 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 I think even money's on this. This star destroyer is going to get destroyed. I'm so. more for Snoke giving them the talk. <laughs> like I like what you just did. Like, like like look, look Kylo Ren. <laughs> this is going to happen at some point. Right, at some point in time, I'm going to push him too far. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's just the way these things work out. And uh, I know, like, look, this just it's just our way. All right. All right. So, like, give him enough rope to hang himself. But if he kills me, like, that's, see, that's, I think, is more the conversation. I think, I think Snoke is just petty enough to be like, look, let him, let him get close. If he kills me, take that motherfucker out. All right, this is my revenge from beyond the grave. You'll, look, immediately, you're going to get, you're going to get a bonus check for this. It's all going to work out. You know, Hux, Hux will hook you up. Hux will hook you up after this. So like there was this sort of like why didn't they just like oh the supreme like like Hux Hux knew where the wind was blowing <laughs> but these Praetorian guards were like no we are committed uh we believe in the great leader uh, so uh where do we go now um you know we didn't piggyback as much off the fan reactions it's it's um it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> We didn't talk about the end that much. Well, we you know we did. We talked about like Luke's, you know, Luke's yeah, yeah. sacrifice. Uh, let me talk or about the it? end. Why or I loved it? the ending. What, the two moments in three moments of the finale with Luke that I just I adore. See you around, kid. <laughs> See you around, kid. Luke not only showed his mastery through his power, but his mastery over his psychology. He dominated. Even though he existed the thing, you're like, oh, he wasn't really there. Even though he wasn't really there, he dominated Ben Solo. He dominated him mentally. First with that whole, like, dirt off his shoulder thing, which just made him insane. And by the way, you th we thought Fire I, I thought exactly. Burn! I thought we were going to get a, a, a Miyagi um, ending, you know. But it was something very beyond yeah. and it meta. Was, so, so we had, so we've got that. We got the dirt off your shoulder moment, right? Then he dominates him with, "If you strike me down in anger, I will be with you for the rest of your life, just like your father." Okay, I'm like going. He's he's getting into his head. Yeah, and then that. See you around, See you around kid. Let's him strike him, <laughs> and then let him find. Let's him finally find out that he's not there. Exactly, and That's then and, 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 and but but then but like again that. See you around, kid. 
Han is a presence in this movie. That's what he says. That would have been, he knew that's something that Han would say. <laughs> See, you're on, kid. Um, he does more than just like, and think about what he did in that moment to dominate Kylo in front. Kylo has just assumed the mantle of supreme leader. Mm-hmm. Supreme leader is wise. You know, and, and, and you know, like Hux, is... Hux is there. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. It's like, screw you. Uh, you can you only know, imagine destroy. what. And fr- now, listen, the Kylo's first, he's humiliated at the end. He's yeah. humiliated first because or- Luke just and totally plays. This whole thing banks on First Order officers quickly twittering throughout <laughs> the whole entire galaxy. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're not going to believe <laughs> Kylo Ren kills Snoke. He just said. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag the supreme leader is not wise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he totally, you know the, what he pulls off with that projection operates on multiple levels beyond simply him. Like, oh, he uses the force and he, you know, he he he, uh, you know, he lightsabered through the legs of all those imperial walkers and you know he was bringing down star destroyers just by using the force. No, what he does is more devastating. Well, you know, I wanted a little more action, but that's fine. You know, I understand it's a beautiful ending. But that's a lot of... I do want a little more action. And I understand that. And I understand the disappointment of the fans who wanted to see... Here, here, let me address that. No, it doesn't make it a bad movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie because there's not enough action, Mm. but, like, it it was a big build-up. There's an expectation of it. You kind of wanted to see a cool finale happen, but that's fine. That's fine. This is a uh, culmination, the way they held their swords. It's very, very Kurosawa-esque. Blade upon blade, very minimal. Okay, it's not like this is not. He only swung this is, twice. This like, is not. Well, that's the thing. This is not times. the prequels. Honestly, the prequels were all honestly, about. Yes, yes. It wasn't the prequels with their giant Black choreography, the elaborate, yeah, yeah, yeah. elaborate working mm-hmm. of technique. And you, you mentioned this earlier, and you, you mentioned Kurosawa. You mentioned. Uh, I, did you say anime right early on or not? Anime, no. Okay, here's my opinion though. This was a live action anime. And it was very, it was very Japanese. Yeah, yeah. It was very, there you go. Kurosawa, it was very Kurosawa-esque. That sort of ending of the hero not shuffling with the with with, with the with the ankles and the feet. Exactly. Right. You know, it's that like. Sort of and by the way, someone pointed this out. It's like when Kylo moves. They they his foot, you see the they red. Moon you. You they see the red. You, they let you. When, when when you look back, it's like oh, when Luke moves his feet, you don't see you don't no see it because there's yeah. no presence there. And and again the mooning of, you know again the the meta commentary of. Luke shows up, you know it's like oh wait oh he, I guess he took some time to I guess he took his exactly I Everyone, guess everyone when they see him show claps up, up right up and, and how does he show up the presentation of him, everyone assumes like oh they showed the X wing under the water mm-hmm. okay oh I guess he raised the X wing I guess he took some time. You know, maybe those nuns on the island mm. like cut his hair. Uh, you know, he got his old his old outfit out of out of mothballs. <laughs> uh, he trimmed the beard. <laughs> lightsaber. The lightsaber, the lightsaber was saber. another key, right. <clears throat> and it was no. Luke was giving you what people thought they wanted, which was Luke in his prime. Ready to go out there, and ready face. to shred like yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. like star destroyers apart. Exactly when it was, no, yeah, we're gonna give you it, but nah, here's the twist. Uh, Which, by the way, about the lightsaber, um, they do show the kyber crystal, right? 
right? So you get to see that. So it's very conceivable that uh, Ray will construct a new lightsaber. Actually, you know what I wish, what what I would like, um, and let's you know what, let's <laughs> let's do that instead of of uh, going on about any negatives, where we think that they can go with this, because that's one of the things that is brilliant about this movie to me. Mm-hmm. By ending Luke's story, by essentially either sideslepping or not making anything of the mystery box stuff that J.J. Abrams. Abrams had set up in The Force Awakens. Well, you know, you are uh, left with a next installment that you're like, well, where is this going to go? Well, yeah, I could see J.J. Abrams like, you ruined a lot of things I set up. <laughs> and so and so now with his movies, like, you know, it turns out... I'm just going to retcon everything! <laughs> it turns out that uh, when Master Jedi fall asleep, their essence... And then when you wake up, you just come back to Zachary, form. Zachary Kinto is Darth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something, what are we gonna something. Do? So, like, where... Luke actually just fell asleep. He's going to come back next <laughs> exactly. Movie, what, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so where, where do you think, like, we go? Because here we have what is set up is Kylo and Rey had this connection, and now that's over with. That whole sort of, like... The doors of the Falcon. She is not. Well, here is she is. She has been educated. Here's, she has here's learned from her failure of attempting to turn him. But not, that's not going to happen. But not necessarily him. He may still think he has a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because he, he's he's a little more immature. He's exactly. Little, I, I, he, he, wants to, he wants to do something. Uh, but you know, where do we go? Because Ray. I love you, Ray. Well, I, I've got a question. Yo, okay, Yoda. Let, we let didn't me, get into Yoda. Right. We'll Yoda comes Yoda. down. <clears throat> And has this incredible, incredible scene with Luke. Well, before we get to that, about, let, let me let me just ask getting this rid of the past as well. But what do we find out? No, the Jedi texts were not in the tree. Not quite page turners they were. <laughs> not quite page-turner. But Yoda's like Yoda destroyed the tree to give Luke his Satori, his wisdom. Mm, yeah. You know this this moment of of but, realization. But stole and yet him. at the same time. We know that Ray has them. Right. Okay, so but where do we says, go from there? But Yoda What's the also ju- says in that scene, you know, she knows everything in those texts, Like, 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 know, like, 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 yeah. she already not, knows. I think it's not just so much the, it's not so much that the There's information in those learn. books is not important. I think it's the it's realization that you do not have to be bound completely by the dogma in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That there is importance in. Learning the technique, learning this, learning that, but you cannot let that be the only thing. It's very Jeet Kune Do. It's very, um, once you have used the boat to get across the water, you don't keep carrying the boat on your back mm-hmm. as you walk across land. It has served its purpose. It doesn't mean that boats are not good things, that boats don't have a use, but boats are used on the water. And once mm-hmm. you've crossed the water, that's it. I do have a, um, a fundamental question here is Ray and Kylo. Is there something going on over there? I, I mean, I think that's done. I think really that's done. there's no set. The, there's no sort of like sparks of a sexual tension there because she's, he's like, I, I could mean, you, could you there, put on something decent? You could, you could maybe say that there was maybe a romantic, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that whole shredded eight pack thing of like, mm. uh, could you uh, maybe put on a shirt? I mean, obviously it was about tempting her, mm. but, I, that is no, because I mean, if the overall the goal, the reason why it wasn't was because it's they weren't in control of when they talked. No, but Snoke, again, what Snoke they chose, while Snoke he, chose those Snoke moments. made the connection, but but they were definitely. It wasn't like all right. This next time we're gonna talk. No, I'm because, gonna make sure my shirt's off. Because ultimately, know? no, they, they, no. But there is this sort of sense of 
they were they were connecting as people who had been you know they felt neglected no, by no, their but quote, I, unquote, I feel masters. very I, I feel it's more than yeah. that Miguel because at the end of the day they do still represent um the extremes of the force right dark and light you know and where but a personal a light, relationship type no thing, but you like like that. like I I wonder that whether I, I wonder whether it's gonna it's gonna end up being like a Vijay situation where they do they merge I don't know I don't know where there is some sort of merging of the two and then because overall theme of Star Wars See, is here's, balance. here's where here's what I think of the, is the balance here's what the balance is for all of Kylo Ren's bullshit about destroy the past kill it if you have to he, he, no, that's not Kylo. Please, Luke proved it. Your father is still in your head. Oh, I'm making a break from the past, but you do exactly what the Sith have always done. The Sith apprentice kills the master. Kylo is lying to himself. He's yeah, not. But if we're learning anything, though, it's not like Ray is the one who, even though she <clears throat> has the knowledge of that, she is the new, fresh start of the light side of. Of the force, and that is where they are in opposition. And they are in opposition. She has now learned her lesson, and Kylo has not. Well, so here's she what going I'm forward at. is not going to be, have any about soft heart about him. I do feel, um, I, I feel that Luke's explanation of the Jedi, he's not off when he says the Jedi they were arrogant. They... Right, and that's my point. She is going to learn from that. Kylo is doing his best, even though he says he's not, to essentially just be the new Sith. Even though he's going to make all this, oh, I'm not, you know, we're, we're breaking away from the Sith. Mm, no, he's doing everything. He could have done something else. Immediately upon killing Snoke, his first, you know, reaction is to Vader it up. Join me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. together we can <laughs> rule the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And Ray's like, don't do this. Don't do this. this. I was do- watching... I was watching the the original trilogy the other day. Your grandfather did it. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. But that's again. That's what I'm saying. So I believe that that sort of like, oh, whatever connection they had, done, done. I'm not going to see that. She is. I disagree. She is bloody minded now about what this what the world is according with with. I do not think that she is going to come back in episode nine. Unsure. And send sort of unsure. Kylo, there's a chance. She, you know, she knows her mission at this point. She knows her mission. Okay. Luke established it for her. She's not going to go against that. She is not going to, you know, Leia's still alive. Let's Leia's talk about Leia. Let's yeah. talk about Leia and where the, where this might go. That's a last. I think this let's is make a, this a last thing. I think that is a gigantic issue they're going to have to face. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to deal with it. I think maybe the best thing is to simply sidestep it and have a very big jump in time. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that episode nine had a changeover in who its director and writer was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Trevorrow was going to do it. Right. Gets fired. And now he he's no longer. A, the J. word J. was Abrams. that they just could not crack what the story was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now J.J. Abrams is brought back. And I think a big part of that is, you know, there was this talk of, well, The Force Awakens sends off Han... Speculation was Luke was going to go in <clears throat> The Last Jedi. The yeah, name itself so says it. And yeah. and the talk was, well, episode nine will be Leia's story. What do you do given the practical limitations of the actress so identified with this part? I wonder whether 
um, because I think there are fanboys out there who were really against, no, you can't dishonor her memory with CGI. But if you played around with like maybe an audio tape, if you, if you do a time elapse, this takes place two years after, right? Maybe and, even many years. Or maybe even many years, right? And it's like... Because we got to... And, and it's like a conversation with Poe, like... You know, well, the general, you know, when she was alive and she left right, us yeah. a note, do she left us start, a, a message. Do we start with something like you, you, you sort of, re, you sort of what John death. does with us. He engineers voices. <laughs> he engineers the voice and does something <laughs> along those lines. It is a big question. Um, here's an element that was not touched on in any depth in both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Um, Kylo Ren is now the supreme leader, but Kylo Ren had a position before he was Supreme Leader, not just as the right-hand man of Snoke, but Snoke says it, even you. Or no Darth Vader. No, no, even you, the master of the Knights of Ren. We see the Knights of Ren at one point in, in Rey's Force back in The Force Awakens. Where have the Knights of Ren been? I don't know. Who are they? Um, doesn't it seem likely that Ren, Kylo Ren, would make use of them in Nine? And if so, then if you're going to have that force out there, this group, the Knights of Ren, who are intimated to be ex-Jedi, mm -hmm. ex-Podwans of Luke, Luke says it, you know, uh, Ben turned against me, and, you know, that after that night, you know, blew out, you know, had that big explosion of the Force. When I woke up, my Jedi Temple was in, in flames. And Ben had taken about a, he says, what, a half dozen or something of his of his students with him. He had, this had been a thing, had, had been planned for a while. Ben took Luke's students who became, I believe, the Knights of Ren. So then in episode nine, you got to pay that off. I think. I don't think this is a Snoke-raised parentage thing. I think you have to show us one, one more thing where we, Kylo with the Knights of we, Ren, we, we, and then that gets into this end. Is let me finish this. Mm -hmm. That gets into this. <clears throat> if you have a, a force as powerful as the Knights of Ren, ex students of Luke Skywalker, led by Kylo, there's got to be a force to reckon with them. Mm -hmm. That tells me time jump. That tells me. Ray needs to. You're build gonna have all out, all out war. It's gonna be Jedi, all out force more war. More force users to go against. Oh my god, man. force war. Yeah, I, I, that's <laughs> the only thing I, dude. Oh my, you just named some. By the way, if Star Wars Episode Nine is called Star Wars, the Force, the force wars. wars. Oh. <laughs> okay. You uh, just, I want to get I, into you just gave me a something that something that we just sort of might be the touch upon is the Rashomon moment. Where Luke is in the hut, yeah, right, and he senses a darkness that he's uh, greater than anything he's ever sensed before in Ben Solo, right. Ignites a lightsaber in a moment of doubt, right, right. So we didn't really touch upon that, right. um, and therefore there's this ongoing where well, there's always darkness in all of us. Well, that is a, one of the issues a lot of fans have. That they feel, well, that's what craps on Luke's character. And I'm like, Luke was never perfect. If you only had, if you only could see what I'm doing to you fanboys right now. Uh, okay. If you his could fingers see. Are saying, his fingers are saying two words. They're pixelated. And they're, and they're not happy birthday. Audio pixelated. Okay. Uh, 
you're, you're, yeah, there are a lot of people who are like, well, that goes against his character. Why would he do, you know? And I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't think that at all. Um, look, maybe you want all of your heroes to be absolutely perfect. When I was younger, I was into that. Now, even the characters like Captain America or Superman, who embody a certain level of, like, some sort of super ideal, I still want them to have um, flaws and texture to them and not just be, you know, uh, cliches. And that's what that stuff with Luke and Kylo is about. It's the idea that Luke bought into his own legend. Yeah. And in that moment when he was like, I saw the darkness in my nephew and I made this rash decision to kill him out of it. And it's because of that rash decision that we get Kylo Ren, we get the First Order, we get... Brilliant. I think it's great. It plays into the themes of, mm. of that. Johnson set that up, I think, masterfully. And I don't think it's a ruining of Luke's character. It's a furthering. It's a natural progression. It's human. It's all the, you know, Luke is a, has always been a flawed character. Yeah. Has always had to deal with his flaws. The whininess of a new hope. The hubris of the Empire Strikes Back. If you go to face Vader, you do it alone. I'm not afraid. You know? Da, da, da. And then finally the third one, which is the, you know, the confrontation with the Emperor and Vader in the throne room. The idea that he almost gives in to his murderous impulses. Mm -hmm. And his passions and, you know, all the rest. Luke, you know, the idea that, oh, Luke would have been, you know, you know, this totally serene Zen Jedi master, totally always having the right answer. It's, that's not, that's not who the guy ever um, was. What are the fanboys, what are the, the trolls saying about force, force use Leia, force using Leia? It's very controversial. It's very controversial. Um, I, but, what, what, you, what did you think of it? Well, I just think they gotta kind of explain space because you just you're just dead. <laughs> you know, I don't even care that she used the force to get back to the ship, but like once you're in outer space, you're dead. I think it happens after like several like you get a like maybe a. I, I don't know how many uh, minutes. Like, you gotta explain to me how she just uh, happens to Peter Quill, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know the actual facts facts on this. I, so I, I'm actually I think cool I have... with the force use, but that's the thing. But how she survived was the how force. How she even alive? That's but to that's use the thing. The force. Here's uh, the thing: fine. we're dealing with the daughter of what Darth has been Vader. established oh, to be Anakin, one of yeah. the most powerful force users ever. Ever. Well, the chosen one. So. I don't. I really. But she was already frozen. The I, I yeah. I again, know. the idea of the again and the and again. This is the other part. As again, the Christian, you know, See, the some underlying shield, has some shield pop up around her, and she was never exposed. Um, to some space. people, some That's, people that would be cool. Some people have, but you see her. Some people have said something along the idea that stiffen. it didn't have to be as dramatic as she got blown out of the of the bridge and then uses the force they're like oh maybe it could have been something a little lower she still should have shown her force powers mm. you know it could have been something like the spider-man homecoming yeah, yeah where you know ah the bridge got hit and she's you know she's trapped under some rubble you know maybe the, you know the the uh the, the 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 view deck or whatever the um the the glass on the bridge that shows the outside is about to break and she's got moments before she does get blown out 
and then she uses the force in some instinctive way, and then right there, you know, she she has some gigantic force show of force power, throws all the rubble off of her, gets to the airlock just as the, you know the glass is about to break. And you know, some people have said, "Well, maybe that would have been better." For me, but the execu- we, we, yeah, we've talked about this before. <laughs> The but truth to me is, it doesn't make it a bad movie. I still think it's cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I really like, don't, I'm not angry, but I'm just like, you know, I don't whatever. <laughs> again, again, my thing is like, I'm not going to put any, I'm not going to put any You're limitations gonna do one on of these the force. Almost. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to dirt off my shoulder all those comments of, yeah. uh, I, I think we've exhausted anything. We actually, the truth is, we could go on. Did you exhaust a bottle? Did you drink the whole bottle? Jeez. <laughs> uh, I got about a third left, so not, not that bad. Two not oh, intense me for This is actually, uh, this is actually not a podcast. This is an uh, intervention. Intervention? <laughs> <This is> a- <laughs> Miguel Velez. We love you. Actually, I wrote something. <laughs> Your mom is actually... Uh, Juliet, why don't you oh come out? Oh, my God. Grandma, why don't you come out? ever since we've met you, you've been <laughs> a good person. Your fanboy knowledge funny. is Chris Martin. No, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy Martin. He's uh, he's in the next room. Oh, oh God. Matt, he's here too. Matt and Jeremy. Will and you please, Sam Sudersky, you get know? help for please for us the, for ter- to be to but for yourself. But for yourself, Miguel. <laughs> I have always respected you. When I saw you, you know, the other day. I remember three years ago <laughs> when you told me. Here's here's my real question. Here's my real question, John. Before. Uh, um, what would Mississippi Jim say in my intervention? <laughs> Life's tough. <laughs> Life's tough. I get it. But you know what? You're better than this. <laughs> You're better than this. And we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Now, that's like you a just young, gotta get you, over that, your You privilege. channeled young Denzel, you know? <laughs> you got to get over your privilege. <laughs> you got too much time. Listen, be- beneath all that privilege <laughs> is a human. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we could. We At the could, end of the day, we all have red blood. We could go. We could really go on. Uh, uh, I actually, and it will go on with with honestly, the community. Ed, honestly, Ed, let me just say um, because we joked about this that you know a lot of people online are milking the controversy as much as they can. But I don't know, Ed. I don't. I would not be surprised if we don't visit this again <sighs> sooner than later. This film. It was the most anticipated film of 2017, yeah. and the re- the release of it mm. has had a certain division amongst the people who were most anticipating it. Um, so I- I'm not going to be surprised if we don't come back to this, but I, I think we explored uh, the film well, as best as we could. We're going to have to come back and deal with uh, Force Wars. <laughs> Force Wars. I know, I know we're just trying to wrap up, but like t- two quick brief Really quick questions. Sorry. All right. Okay. To the listeners and to the the gentleman before me. All right. Hold on. Let me let me let me let me drink some more out of my glass here. What is it? How likely do you? And we kind of briefly talked about it, but how likely do you think we see a Snoke in the next movie, or some kind of explanation? Uh, and then B, are we? You I think wish are we getting it, CGI Leia? Like, do you think we're getting CGI? Uh, Leia? CGI Leia? No. Snoke. I hope they do. Um. Uh. I. If they do, I've said in the past. If they recast Leia like Mill Streep, I'm all for it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's what I said. <laughs> no, I that's said what Mil- I said. <laughs> no, no, I said Mill. Street. I said Mill. You gotta I do it Mil- like this. You, you know what? Like this. We'll call it even. Sally Field. <laughs> I bow to you. And the <laughs> within you. Um. Wait. Actually, so there's Jesus a Christ dead. 
Jesus Christ, Ed. You know what? Because I, I believe that I said Streep because I said the whole postcards from the Edge connection. Okay. That she had worked with Carrie Fisher yes. before. Yeah. But that means there's uh, Burt Reynolds, Darth Burt Reynolds, <laughs> Darth, Darth, Reynolds. Darth, Darth JJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take these bleeds, Kylo. These bleeds. These bleeds right here. I'm gonna shove them right up your nose. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> you, how do you want me to deal with the with the with the with the with the Knights of Ren? Hmm? <laughs> um, I'm doing a bad Norm Norm Macdonald impression. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, whatever. Um, uh, for for myself. <clears throat> I think at this point, actually, I just don't know. I think it would work better. I, I understand the issue of killing her off screen and not having her. Mm. She's the face of the rebellion, you know. Right now, exactly. She's well, the face of the well, is she? She, really she is. pretty much She's hands the that over to Poe. She even says it. What are you looking at me for? Follow him. Follow, Follow him. him. Right. So there's the torch passing there. At the same time. Would the reaction to a CG version be bad? Probably at the same time. Is it necessary? I recast might also have a bad reaction. It's a necessary And a killing evil, her off no. screen would have a bad reaction. I think it's going to be fascinating to see what the solution is that they come up with. I think either they... And maybe the least bad option is a recast. We will listen to... We will buy and listen to everything Disney will have to say for the next... <laughs> Eons to come. Yes, it is. Hail! Yes, Hail the mouse. Hail the mouse. <laughs> you mother effers are going to pay anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't I don't know what that is going to be. As for the Snoke question, part of me now feels that it's it's immaterial, but it would be nice to at least have it would be nice. some kind of... You think since they killed him off already, they're not going to really... Yeah, since he's a, to, if yeah. he's just a stepping stone... Do you really want to know who the boss is? Below <laughs> the main villain, then it doesn't... I guess it doesn't matter, yeah. but it, I would appreciate... Yeah, I would appreciate it Something too, yeah. along the lines of... E even if just Kylo in a dialogue talks about just like, yes, and you know, when, the, when Snoke came to me in those dreams, he revealed X, Y, Z, and I realized then that... My destiny was not to, you know, something along Does anyone do a Donald, like, and reveals, like, that Snope? <laughs> I don't know. Anywho. Anyways. Uh, 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 listen, guys, um, we're, this is our last show of the year, I yeah. think. But we still have other shows that we're, that, that we banked. We got a, we got an Aquaman show coming to you. Oh, no, that's already been released. We have Has a it? Batman right, show drunk. coming to you. He is drunk. Um, we got Batman, and we have a yet-to-be-recorded Superman show coming out. That's true. Uh, obviously, which we are going to call the battle, the battle between Miguel and Alex. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how that works. Pay per view. Out. The and, battle and, for the Kryptonian soul. And of course, <laughs> and of course, pay per view. <laughs> we should like have like a live. Oh my like, God! That's stream. They gotta, brilliant. They got to get it on because they, they don't can't get, get along. Uh, and of course. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be surprised if we don't get anything out for January. Hmm. But February we got Black Panther coming out, so that yep. might be our first like brand new show once we get our Superman. So Johnny, please, uh, Johnny, who's by, uh, Jonathan is uh, traveling in January. That's me. <laughs> 
You know, you really are my best friend. Jonathan. I love that voice. I love that voice. If see to me, that voice is what I think porgs would sound like if they could talk. <laughs> hey, that's, Chewy. Ha, Jay, that's Chewy, really funny. You're not gonna eat one of us, are you? <laughs> <laughs> funny story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh, yeah, John is going to be traveling, so you know we we don't we die. Have, Please come we back. We'll have a bit of a hiatus, uh, and again, I'm not going to be surprised if uh, Black Panther is probably our first uh, big fanboy mm. thing because it's kind of the first big fanboy. Yeah, There's we have to ma- we have things. to map out the first quarter of next year. That's what we have to yeah, do yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah but uh, fellas, um, this has the- been a great <clears throat> show. Actually, I thought we 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 covered this as best as we could. I'm not going to be surprised if we don't come back to mm. this. As we mentioned, friend of the show, Jeremy Martin, might want to chime in at, at, at a later date, and we might want to talk a little more. Why about... not? <laughs> Why not? Well, we want to thank our foreign, cor- foreign correspondent, uh, Anna-Maria um, out in, uh, uh, Senator Grumeau from France. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah uh, <clears> hopefully, <throat> and hopefully, you know, we can have her back as well mm-hmm. to complete her thoughts uh, on it. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, we won't be doing a Game of Thrones show next year. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to wait out on that. Uh, can I also say that uh, you know, Ed? Maybe it's the alcohol talking. Sips your alcohol like that, really? Uh, I needed a sound effect. Okay, dramatic. Uh, but uh, Ed, this is our this is our second year doing this, right? This is our second year. This is our second year um, with the podcast. We've already we've already passed a two year mark. Right, I think, right. yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty yeah, much. once we but, come but up, well, once we get to March, that'll be three years coming. My lord, we we, we would have started our third year. Really, it yeah. doesn't even feel. You know what? I gotta honestly say, it doesn't feel like it. It still feels like we're kind of. I know because I had to renew GoDaddy back in March. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, but we, uh, I, given the you know kind of the two year mark of this is, uh, I want to thank. You, I want to thank. Can you do this as like Dino, like everybody? It's somebody sometime. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, there, boy. Let me tell you, it's a to be a continual fanboy podcast. It's it's some great, some of the greatest stuff I've ever done in my life. You got a, you got this, you got this John Vergara. This is the producer with the mostiest here. That's me. Yeah, Edward Ng. So all right, all right. Everyone's that's... favorite Asian from Brooklyn. You're you're sort of like getting into like drunk Irish uncle territory but, here. But I, I again, all right. <laughs> hey, you're the one who brought up Dino. I had to go into Dino. Uh, it's been a great journey uh, doing this for two years with you guys. Um, uh, this is how we will begin next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ed, we need you. I need you. <laughs> I hear I hear Jonathan's a full grown producer now. Well, that's good. I need I need an engineer. <laughs> not some not some producers that's gonna it's gonna wanna write every single bit on here. I know how these people are. So we that'll be our first episode of uh, of twenty eighteen, which would be the T V C the motion picture. T V C the motion picture with Perseus Gumbar. <laughs> I'm already bald and prepared to play the role of Lieutenant Eileen. Yeah, but we don't want uh, Stephen. What's his face to appear? Do Stephen we Collins. Yeah, yeah, we're the. Yeah. By the way, just as a la- parting message to you folks, <laughs> don't rape anyone. <laughs> don't rape anyone. Trump one, by the way. Don't rape anyone. <laughs> you kind of had a Gilbert Gottfried moment, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Keep your hands off the kinder. 
but yes, uh, it's it's been a great it's been a great journey. We've had a lot of fun. And um, by the way, we're not. I'm not laughing at rape. It's, I'm serious. <laughs> that is the point where we need to end the show. When my co-host says, "I'm not laughing at rape." Dot dot dot. That's some serious stuff I'm talking about. Don't make me come to your house. Fade away. Don't make me come to your house. <laughs> and knock you over the head. Stop it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinued, a fanboy podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.